All right, we're back. Um, we're just going to roll with this. It's how we do it, man. We just kind of get going to start it off. Um, we got Thug Nasty here today. Bryce Mitchell, excited to have you. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having yes, me, sir. man. The honor is mine. No, nah, man. We're, we're glad to have you here. We actually brewed this just for you. This is a uh, mud water, man. Hey, I love some of that stuff. Right, water, dude, this some is, of that mud water. Wait, wait, today, I didn't get a shot of us pouring it in, but uh, this is some what very... What can I say? I'm about halfway hard. done with my cup now. Now we gotta ha- we gotta have give them a context. It's probably a little bit past midnight, and we're getting jacked up on some coffee. And yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> it's twelve twenty three. We're yes, forgetting drinking this black and, coffee, and I, I don't give a damn. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's one of them days, man. It's been a long day. Like, what were you doing before this? Okay, so I was gonna. I, I had my plan to um, get a couple things done, and one of them things was. Um, harvest garlic dig it up get it get it um hung up because mm-hmm. i hang it up in little clusters so it can dry out real good at your house right yes and i was planning to do that and then do a couple other things while i woke up and the neighbor's bull had broke through the uh, fence <laughs> and we have yeah and we have four mama cows that um that are two of them could be bred because they just had their baby about a month ago so they yeah. went back in heat well that's what he was over there for and when they when those mama cows who had their baby about a month ago went uh-huh. back in heat, boy, he broke that fence. He got over. He's trying to get some action. He's ready he to was. go. And so I, I yeah. <laughs> How he, do you stop that though? Well, I used a bucket of corn and I tricked him and I took because uh, I have a catch pen on my side that yeah is about three acres. Um, I built that just separate. So if I need to separate a couple cows at a yeah. time for a month or two, because uh, I, I was weaning some calves and so that's why I was doing that. And so I, I got mine over on that. Well, I got all of them over. So there's 10 cows. Um, one of them's big bull, uh-huh. you know, big, big bull, you know, and he's he's way bigger than the rest. So I got all 10 of them over that catch pen that's about three acres with a bucket of corn. And then yeah. I, I laid the corn out on the ground. And then I um, while all the other nine cows, which was mine, mm-hmm. um, my neighbor's bull was the one I needed out of there. So they were all eating on the on the corn, and then I ran at the bull. I charged oh him. <laughs> he charged him. Yeah, and then he 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 perked up, and uh, you know he he immediately ran because he had all the room to retreat. Mm-hmm. So I got him out of that catch pen. Now once I got him out of that catch pen, I still have a bigger area that's um you know for more cows yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had to get him out of that. So that was a whole nother because then he started holding his ground, you know. <laughs> He felt more and comfortable. So, yeah, he felt more comfortable because he was he kind of knew where he was at, yeah. and so I got him out of that catch pen. But then the the other area, just the regular area, the grazing area, uh-huh. you know, um, where they usually graze, took me four tries, and uh, Peppy helped my dog, my little German Shepherd. German with, Shepherd, huh? yes. And I'd opened the gate between me and the neighbor, but he couldn't see it. So, so he didn't know that the gate was open and he was freaking out when I was, cause I, you just got to walk at him like with authority. Uh-huh. And then I eventually got him to, instead of going in the gate that I opened, he didn't know it was open. He couldn't figure it out. He's too scared to go that way. Yeah. He went through the old spot that he broke and jumped back over it. And then I patched it. No way. Yeah. And then how yeah. big is this bull? Um, I mean, I reckon a thousand pounds, but oh, I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Did you get nervous out there, man? I well, mean. they, they can't move left or right very well. Oh. And so he didn't, he didn't charge me. We only got close, um, about one time. And then, and then I got down in a stance, like just really hunched down almost like I was crawling at him. It scared the shit out of him. <laughs> 
he uh, <laughs> but you could tell it got like real tense. And he knew I, what was up. Yeah, I, I kind of crawled at him almost, and um, just to scare him, you know, yeah. just 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 to change my posture a little bit, look like I was stalking him, you know, because <laughs> if you look like you're hunting him, then he'll be like, okay, I think I'm the prey, and mm-hmm. he just runs off. But you gotta fool their mind. He man. could mess me up bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would. The one time I, I learned my lesson was that a buddy's uh. Their their parents were building a house and they had some cows and they had a bull out there. I didn't mm-hmm. know what a you know what the bull was gonna do. Mm-hmm. You don't go near them things and if you take off running they keep chasing you. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I I took off running and they said you're supposed to spat them you know like hit them or something get them away from you. They, this <laughs> thing right. kept on chasing us. Yeah. You don't run from them. You gotta yeah. you gotta do what you did. You know yeah. show them who's boss. That's right. <laughs> and and you can always bail out. Oh, yeah. You can jump left or jump right. And that's, that's you know. crazy. <laughs> Because they can run, dude. Oh, yeah, they're fast. And, and I, I had to actually run them down. It took me about four loops. The good thing is I was walking a smaller path than he was, so he got more tired uh, than me. But, you know, let him run, and then you kind of walk around this way, and then he'll run back that way. But he's just burning up his energy. And every time he does it, he crazy. wants to run less and less. Uh-huh. So it took me four tries. And on, four the, on the fourth loop, he finally he said, finally. okay, I'm getting I'm, – he said, my legs are tired. And I'm getting out of here. And he was just on the prowl, man. He, he was on the prowl. And as soon as I patched up that spot in the fence, he was down trying to make him another you, spot. You and cock I, blocked him. I did. Oh, I sure, I sure did. I sure did. And uh, I wouldn't be one bit surprised if tomorrow morning I go out there and he's out there he's on the other side. But, Dang. you know, I patched up that old spot very well. He'll go find a new spot or he'll go yeah, make, make a new one. He'll, he'll make a new Is spot. Is this like barbed wire fence or what? It's barbed wire and yeah. it's between me and Jimmy's yard and it's yeah. pretty rusted up in some spots. A lot of overgrowth and brush and stuff, which the thorns actually help. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to clear a lot of that if I want to put up, like, if the thorns are in the way, I got to clear the thorns before I put new bar bars. So it's real slow work. But yeah, I, I, got, I got about 50 foot or 100 foot done today. But it was oh, a yeah. pretty long stretch. You put in some real work. Yeah, you know, I, I just reinforced what was there. And, yeah. uh, you know. That's, and, that's some hard stuff. I've, I've experienced it one time at a, uh, at a family's home. I helped them do a fence. Uh-huh. And that stuff was, dang- that, if you don't uh, do that stuff right, you can hurt yourself. Yeah, you, I got stuck in the leg by one of them barbed wire yeah, things. Catch you. Yeah, I was yeah. bleeding everywhere. Yeah, um, you know, I, you thick leather gloves. Uh-huh. You want to have yep. thick leather gloves, and I guess when you're cranking it, putting that tension on it, it could snap. That's a very, you know, if you're hitting it with the hammer, it could yeah. snap. But if it's in theory, that barbed wire could snap and go back in mm, your eye. You. Oh god, you know, because there's all that tension on it. You're sitting there cranking it with the mm. winch, and you crank it too much, it could snap back. That's yeah. right. That's crazy. So I mean, all, I'm always watching for that. It's I bet it's harder at nighttime to do with deal with that stuff too. Oh, it's right. I, I'm just done yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just said, <laughs> you, you know what? I wait till the morning, and um, I'm taking like uh, chicken wire or woven wire mm-hmm. and putting it over because that that barbed wire that's existing, it's kind of rusted, rusted probably a little bit weak. Yeah. And instead of doing all new strands, I'm just putting that woven wire over that old rusted wire. And I think I hope it'll be stronger for sure. It'll be it'll it'll help it for sure. And then over the top of it, where that woven wire ends, I run me another strand. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. and so, so it'll be that woven yeah. wire another strand, and then he'll be forced to go in underneath. And most of them spots he mm. can't get underneath. Dude, Zach knows about the farm life a little bit. Oh yeah, M- most people don't know that. Yeah, so. it's a fun fact here. We've, for him. we've got a uh, in Batesville. We've got a couple thousand acres. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's That's incredible. It's, a, it's our our family farm. Uh-huh. You know, my dad, dad, grandpa, and my great uncle run it. Pretty much, just three of them. All wow. that. So I bet y'all cut your own hay and all. Oh that. yeah, we do. That's amazing. See, I just got into that this oh, year, yeah. and so I, it's, I, I know very it's pretty little. fascinating. It dude, it really <laughs> is, and I'm really liking this uh, cutting hay. It's and, hot oh, out yeah. there too. It's oh brother, it's, <laughs> it's out there, man, and you know. Uh, that's one of my tractors got AC, but the other one don't. And I'm telling you what, that oh, other, yeah. it gets hot. Yeah. Oh, no I see. I, I, I always call and check on dad whenever it's, it's real hot. Cause uh, mm-hmm. I know he's a workhorse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. we've got, we've got, um, a couple hundred head of cattle. Oh uh, man, that's badass. Do wheat, corn, hay, um, uh, I don't know, pretty much everything. So it's, I grew up around that, and then I, and they were like, you can go get a job or you can come to the farm. And I was like, well, you know, let's see what else is going on before, before we Absolutely. pick 110 days or 110 degree days, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brother, that's that's pretty I, awesome. I worked last month, though. Yeah, I, I, no, went, I, I went and worked cows. I called, <laughs> I called Zach one day, and he wasn't answering. I said, where's this man at? And the next thing you know, he called me back. He's like, I'm out here sweating it out. You know, it's hot out here, man. <laughs> man, it's therapeutic. <laughs> oh, you know, you got change there. of scenery, man. Yeah. You know, in the stores or doing doing paperwork all the uh-huh. time. You go out and work cows. You appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. That's a lot of fun. I mean, how many cows you got now? So we've got uh, 20 head uh, right now. Um, 10 of them are parked at another chick's place yeah. um, who's helping us out. And what she does is she AIs them. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? Artificial inseminates oh, them. And uh, we pay her about 700 bucks total for that. But those really? babies, yeah, but the, the, the semen and the egg mm-hmm. that, that, that she's pulling from, that, that male, she sent me a picture of it. I mean, she's pulling semen from this male that's, I mean, he's a stud, brother. She, mm-hmm. He's worth 400 Forty thousand dollars. That's no what he he sold for it at auction. They pulled the semen from him. Yeah, she yeah. she puts. How do they pull the semen? I from think him? she <laughs> puts his thing in a machine. Like they mm. get it started, and then she puts it on a thing. <laughs> That's true. That's, yeah. it. That's how they do they it. Do That's it. how yeah. they do it. Yeah. And, so she, and so she gets that that thing in a. Then a little machine that he humps, and she holds it there while he humps oh it. Oh my! And she he'll, she'll take that sack at the end. Of, and I'm now you bag it up. She does you this for seven hundred bucks. Now, well, each one of those those loads, depending mm-hmm. on, I mean, it's going to be just like us. It's going to vary, you know. <laughs> and uh, on a good day, I mean, she Nutrients, might get what, water. Yes, and yeah. what, what they call it is a straw because wow. they'll put that semen in a straw, and in that straw. Now this it gets real fancy with what Tessa does because not all of, not everybody does it how uh-huh. Tessa does it but Tessa her process gets very complex she's working with high end bulls I mean mm-hmm. we're talking four hundred forty thousand dollar bull I mean wow. this dude is jacked man and so she takes his semen and she could probably get let's say ten straws for every load but it's probably it's like an elite breed yeah yeah it's probably Dang. even more and so I mean. But let's say she gets 10 straws for every load, and then she goes and mixes it with a, this female who's just badass and won, won all these derbies and yeah. stuff. Or not derbies, but rodeos or whatever. And so there's, these are like champion bulls and they stuff. They don't play around with this stuff. This stuff no, is serious. No, she's, I mean, she's made millions off of this. You oh, know, my. She's, yeah. Millions. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. very. She's a very well-off farmer, yeah. Wow. She, well, she. That's that's impressive. You got to yeah. find your niche. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I need to get in. I mean, this yeah, is well, impressive. Well, what she did is um, she works at PBR. She's the breeder for PBR, does a rodeo, right. and uh, they buy bulls from her mm-hmm. and, and her company. She co-owns the company, but mm. um, she breeds like 
badass bucking bulls, like kick your ass, fucking buck you off type bucking bulls. And so she yeah. breeds them. But she offered to, uh, she had some room at her place for 10 more cows. Wow. And so me and JoJo parked, bought 10 cows, paid her 700 bucks a pop. And I think uh-huh. every straw she gets, she sends it to Venezuela. And then they send it back. They put it in a centrifuge. Wow! And so you take okay. that, you take that egg, and you take that semen, and you put it in a spinning machine, uh-huh. and it spins yeah. it up, and Mix by, it, it, it mixes it better. And that's why you don't have sex on that ride at the fair. <laughs> the spin one, <laughs> you guaranteed a baby. <laughs> But that gets you every time. Gets you every time. <laughs> oh but my! She puts it in that centrifuge, and it it it's a very much higher degree of of pregnant of pregnancy. Yeah, uh, of, or of embryo. I'm sorry, because that's an embryo. Then they'll take that embryo. It needs a host. Mm-hmm. That's where our mama cows come in wow. uh, in a place. And so we bought ten mama cows, put them over there. Um, the four at my place. See the problem with the bull coming over to my place. Yeah. We were wanting. The, there's four mama cows pregnant at my place. Yeah, already. Already, yeah. two of them had a baby. Went back in the heat. That bull smelled them going back in the heat. He wants them. Problem is, we want to AI him. We want yeah. that baby to be worth three, four, five thousand dollars. But this is just a random bull. It's my mm-hmm. my neighbor's random so bull. So it's not that elite. It's yeah. not elite. Right. But it, he's right. a badass bull. Most people look mm-hmm. at it as a favor, but most people don't know Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, most, exactly. most people exactly. don't have Tessa in their phone to text yeah. and say, "Hey, I, I give you seven hundred bucks if you can breed it." And she takes time out of her day. Well, you, and breed you're it. not trying to waste yeah. us a whole thing on this and, on this bull. And it looks like that that. He probably got to those two of mine no. this morning. Yeah, so we're probably not going to be able to AI those two. And he was, I asked my neighbor Dang what type it. of bull he was, Black Angus. Uh, one of them's Red Angus, mine, so it'll probably make a Black Angus is yeah. what I hear. Mm-hmm. And then another one, um, her name is, uh, no, it wasn't Coco, it's Emma. And I don't know what Emma is. She mm-hmm. looks like Black Angus too, but <laughs> it'll probably make a Black Angus baby. Because yeah, yeah, I think he bred a Red Angus and a Black Angus, but he, yeah. he was over there probably a couple hours before I got to him, <laughs> and it don't take him that long. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-huh. That's... Man. But you know, maybe that's a sight to see. Yeah, right. in a couple months we'll know if he if he did the job if and he it, did the if he did the dirty. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and I'm telling you, if if he ain't, he'll probably be out there in the morning making oh him a new spot. So it it might just uh, this guy is not playing around. <laughs> no, but if it happens, it's meant to be. You know, he's swiping right on all these. <laughs> that's right. It's crazy. Man, but uh, you got, I mean, besides cows, don't you have some other things? You got some chickens? What you, what you um, got? got some your chickens, stories. got about, uh, probably about 16 hens, uh, 17, 17 oh, really? hens. I want to get me some at this rate with the egg prices. Yeah, you know. I mean, um, is that what you're doing with them? You got eggs coming out of them? Or? Yeah. Fresh yeah, eggs. Yeah, um, got four dozen in the freezer or in the fridge right now. Wow. But, um, you know, I'm giving my mom about a dozen or two tomorrow. Uh, or next time I go over there, it might be Friday or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, that garlic, I pull up and give her some of that garlic too. But uh, the eggs is going pretty good. Productivity slowed a little bit because my buddy gave me some rabbits, and I just didn't have nowhere to put them. So uh, I put rabbits in one of the chicken pens, and those chickens stopped laying a lot of eggs. But really? It, it's okay. I'm going to figure it out. What, what's up with that? Why do they, why do they stop? <coughs> Stressed. The rabbits stress them out. Yeah, I was are they in a cage or are they just kind of jumping around? Um, and and they're in a coop and it has a raised coop, so, um, so it's like a ground level and then a yeah. an up top level, like but a chicken coop. Yeah, okay. yeah, but um, you know, they're stressed. They're mm-hmm. not. But I'm I'm trying to rig the rabbits up something, but also there's a million things I'm doing all the time. So <laughs> yeah. right now it's just yeah. like I'm taking yeah. the egg loss, but the yeah. everything's happy. It's just 
Uh, it's not like they're they're fighting or nothing, mm. but it just stresses them out. Stresses yep. them out. Man. Stresses them out. Uncomfortable environment. Uh huh. Yeah. I get the same way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey, introduce some homeless people up in here. You know, put, put about six homeless people yeah. up in here. Yeah. That's what those rabbits are like to those chickens. It'd be like people you don't know. Yeah. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? You know, and then it's just like your productivity will go down. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy sitting outside my house today. It scared the crap out of me. I walk outside and it's just sitting out there. I was like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah. I mean, I was like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. And they're thinking the same thing. That's, that's basically what's going on in the chicken mind. Yeah. They don't know who this rabbit is, my, what's going on. It's and, nice to see you there. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I mean, but I got four dozen eggs. I mean, it's not too bad. Does the heat play into the, the production? Um, actually in the summer, they're supposed to do a little bit better in the really? spring. The summer supposed to do better. Um, which my numbers stay about the same because of the rabbit. Thing. Yeah. The rabbit stuff. Oh. But, um, you know, I, it'll be okay. I'm, I've still got plenty, but, um, you know, if I had like one of these days, I want to have a, over a hundred chickens mm. and then it would, you know, if I lost half my productivity <laughs> with a hundred chickens, yeah, it'd be yeah. a big deal. That'd be, that'd be a big difference. Big, big, loss, yeah. big loss, you know, yeah. but for right now I'm just kind of keeping the rabbits happy. But, um, and then when it's hot, you got to make sure that you go out there and pick those eggs a little bit mm-hmm. sooner. If it's cold, you can leave eggs out there for weeks. I yeah. mean, nothing's going to happen to them unless it freezes them and then they'll and crack. Different issue there. Yeah. You got a lot of snakes out there? Yeah, I seen a snake skin right by the uh, chicken They pen try to go the after the day. chickens, don't they? Well, I think they that. go after the eggs. The eggs, yeah, really? Yeah. The eggs. And then I think eventually they could go for the chickens. I mean, if they got huge, but these um, ones will probably just be going for eggs. Gotcha. Because there's little cracks to get into mm-hmm. the uh, uh, pen. Wow, I got. I'm sure you got something ready for them snakes, though, <laughs> brother. I'm gonna tear into them. <laughs> I actually, I was mowing a little bit. I mowed a good. You know, that was natural defense. Is just mow, just mow, mm-hmm. mow, and that that. Yeah, cut the high grass down, and so I'm finishing some of that up tomorrow. Because uh, I got to where I really need to bush hog. The, yeah, the bad I, boy wasn't enough. I hate. Uh, I've had to. I go walk through a big old field before, and I was just jumping, trying. You know, I didn't want to step on a snake, dude. That's my. That's one of my biggest fears. I'll be completely honest with you. I I don't like snakes. Yeah. Um, nope. There's nothing good. About, like, what's good about them? I don't. Well, the good thing is they eat a lot of rats. Yeah, they get the mice. Can't well, like, as thing. long as they don't. As long as they ain't biting me, I'm fine. You know, but <laughs> yeah. it's, when, it's when they yeah, they get pissed if you step on them. You know, which yeah. I mean I can understand. Absolutely. But like, you know, walking through those fields, you can't see sometimes. So you got to cut nope. it down. Nope. It's, um, the rat snakes ain't so bad, but if they're close to that chicken pen, I'll yeah, shoot them. Uh, yeah. You ever been bit by a snake? Nope. Nope. Not, well, not yet. Not <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go home and like, find one Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, every time I, that happens to me, all the time I'll say, no, it ain't. And then boom, <laughs> that the next day will yeah. be the day. Yeah. Without yeah. fail. Yep. <laughs> you still been doing a lot of fishing or? Not enough. Yeah. Um, I caught one catfish the other day. It's all right. <laughs> I went out and caught just a little bit of bullhead. There's a lot of work for one fish. Yeah. Man, it was like three in the morning. I was just like, they just started biting, and I was just like, no, man, I'm, I'm getting out of here. You got, you got out at your place? Uh, no, I they don't. There's not enough uh, in that pond. I, I do have a little drinking pond for those cows, but okay. it's just not deep enough. It's it's wide enough, but I need to really dig it deeper. Okay. You know, to hold some fish. Yeah. 
Which I will one day, but it's just so low on the list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's nonstop projects. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot yeah. going on. I mean, yeah. and you just now got your. Uh, I see a lot of the updates on the the new facility. You even got at your house now to work to train and absolutely. And I mean, that looks pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. tell us more about that because that yeah. looks pretty sick. I mean, you're saving gas now, not having to drive to Little Rock as much. Um, yeah, so uh, that's good. Huh? And and I really do have the best wall. Um, shoot, I. I'm going to have to say I've got the best wall that I've seen yeah. in Arkansas. Uh-huh. I mean, for training. Really? I mean, it's pretty It's it's pretty insane. But, I mean, I built it just for hard MMA training. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's typically what you're getting. In every gym that I've ever known, you're getting a, a cage, which is when you're training for cage fighting, mm-hmm. a lot of people, the gyms to advertise to the cage fighting market, they'll put an actual cage up in the gym. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that cage is going to rub your back raw. It's going to rub the back of your hands raw. It's going to rub Dang. your arms raw. It's going to. It's not a. It's not conducive to training repetitively. Uh, it breaks you down. I heard people's ears getting ripped off in the cage. Really? Your fingers get broken. Know. Training. In the cage. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you get tackled in that cage and you're going at an angle, your ear get ripped off. You, you think, know. I mean, do people do it just to get that cage like? Feel so you can press up against somebody yeah, and but the thing is is that you really need a padded wall mm. you know because it's just you're gonna get less injuries your ears ain't gonna get caught in it ripped off your fingers ain't gonna get broken mm. it oh yeah your fingers get caught in that thing oh in a cage yeah, yeah. In, yeah in, be in the cage now see at my place it's a padded wall okay it's a 20 by 15 okay and i put a i put a 90 degree in it so it makes an l you know uh-huh. 90 degree l um and now in the octagon you're not getting that 90 degrees so yeah. that's a big difference but what i found is that it actually helps you tremendously if you back yourself up in that corner and make yourself work out yeah because the angles oh, are yeah. sharper ah. and so it's like you're actually get you actually have more room yeah in the octagon. i mean that's imp- that's a good way to look at it yeah I mean. so, so you're actually if you can get out of that corner you'll get out of any <laughs> MMA corner because the sh- it opens up further you can go left and right so you know it's real conducive to mma training and uh, of course i built a block wall behind it filled the blocks with concrete and rebar uh-huh. uh you know it's in the in the concrete like it's it's sturdy and uh so that's it, no joke dude i mean that's pretty i mean that's impressive because a lot of people that are like in the ufc they are not doing their own like place they're not building their own places and, and customizing it for their own needs they're just going to these big places and in a lot of these gyms they will have nice big padded walls yeah. but ar- around here um like uh there's a lot of cages like um, i said like i've just explained the cages are cages. also every the main problem with cages is that every single cage is held up by a metal a metal beam <laughs> <laughs> you know and those metal beams are gonna have padding about this big oh, this thick on it if your head gets hit i've, I've yeah. never thought about somebody putting a cage in in their training facility though I've, I, and, and then that rubbing your raw and stuff i, I don't know why. Oh, i just well, ne- never thought about t- that tear skin off your back multiple times yeah. it, it'll get your it, it forces you actually with the with the cage you cannot train without gloves because say mm. if say if i'm trying to hold you against the cage mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm trying to lock my hands behind you that cage rubs oh, on the back yeah. of my hand so uh. bad so now you have to actually train in gloves which isn't a problem for mma fighters but yeah. it just it's like it's just a little different it's just a little different it's still gonna get your arm but um you know that that um cage all of them got metal metal poles mm-hmm. that they're you know in an octagon so there's about eight of them yeah. usually you know and so every 
every cage has eight spots where if you hit your head, you're Sheesh. fucked. And, uh, you <laughs> that know, would be bad. Back dude. in Little Rock, man, I've done got banged up in my head so bad, and I vowed to never <laughs> train the cage. The day I hit my head on it, I hit my back on it one time. I thought I broke my back. Oh, God. Um, just called it a day. But, I mean, because I, I was scared to move it first. Uh, it hurt mm-hmm. so bad, my back got wrapped around one of those Oh, arms. man. Because the cage, it springs a little bit. And so Dang. my buddy double-legged me put me up on that cage and i kind of tripped and when i hit my back wrapped around it and i just said stop stop yeah and then uh he's like are you okay i was like i don't know i'm scared to move man Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know if i can i'm just gonna sit here for a minute (laughs) so i sat there for a minute everything you know i started moving i'm okay then next time i hit my head on it oh that would be done after that it it was a very light trip but still it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it's metal and so it just Thing, you know, and then I said, you know what? I'm done training mm. this cage, built yeah. my own facility. Yeah, I said, I'm building like, a wall. I'm building, <laughs> built my own facility, and uh, I'm telling yeah. you, it's there's a at the new West Side MMA. Um, there's very nice walls. Here's the thing, though, the the real stretch of walls that's like thirty by twenty something, real big room, sheetrock behind them. Mm. I'll bust through that oh, yeah, on day one, you know. So you know, coach. The first week I was in the gym, coach was like, "The walls are tearing down," and I was like, "Man, I didn't know we couldn't go on these," you know. And so, but coach was pissed. He said, "Yeah, it's actually torn the whole wall down. I think you're going to tear the structure down." You know? <laughs> he was like, "Very put the drywall in it. Yeah, they should know who they were messing yeah. with." Yeah. And so there's one brick wall area. <laughs> But it's a straightaway. There's no corners. Uh, there's no sides. So it's like you can train in that straightaway. But when the person circles left, circles uh, right, it's mm-hmm. like okay, you're out of it. That you're out. I of feel it. like the corner is giving you a more of a advantage training wise. Damn I right. Mean. And that's why I say I've got the best. I've got the best wall that I know of in Arkansas now. Dude, I'm sure in some gym that there's a, a bigger, better wall, but yeah. I haven't seen one. You've been yeah. training a lot, too. I mean, even before this, you were training tonight some. I mean, train, people, people don't up. see that the hours you're putting in on this. I feel like and. Yep. We, like, we like to talk about a lot of oh, stuff because yeah. I mean you're you're a young guy still you know you're you're grinding your tail off right yep. now I mean absolutely and uh, I kind of like the way you've been doing it though you've been doing a lot of uh, I feel like your training and your like physical you know workouts and stuff are a lot different mm-hmm. than most people are doing you're doing that that more of that farm you know logs and I carry everything. corn every day corn yeah. every day split firewood I really did get that cardio today I'll tell you what well that's that's kind of what the premise of this podcast started of is like there's a lot of young people out here grinding that people aren't seeing some of this stuff and they're looking at these people going how are like, they, how did they, how get are they there, at this you know? point or how are they here you know how's Bryce you know top rank fighter uh-huh. and you're putting in these hours and doing this different stuff and um last fight was i think a testament to that um mm-hmm. well, thank congratulations you for watching, brother. man thank you very yeah much. My, my mom watched her first ufc fight and she wanted me to uh give a shout out so dude that's awesome she, man. She, she's a bryce mitchell fan so wow and um, never watched UFC. She had never watched it. She we bought it, sat at the house. That's and incredible. She was man. jumping my up mom and down and yelling. Has never watched it. My <laughs> man, mom just your can't mom stand got, it. Yeah. She she's like, that stuff's the devil. She yeah. can't stand. But dude, that that's pretty badass. You, you put on for the state, man. So well, thank uh, y'all for watching. Yeah, man. that was that was awesome. You, you had a, a pretty good opponent. Or was it pretty good? So mm-hmm. oh, no, he's, <laughs> he's up there with the with the most dangerous and oh yeah. You know, those leg kicks, man. Uh, those leg kicks are very fast. Mm. And what makes a kicker a kicker? You know why most people don't kick as hard as they can? The real reason. Why is that? You break your own foot. Mm. Really? 
Absolutely. Really? Okay. Yeah, you, you hit the wrong spot, foot's broke. You have He's, to hit it a certain way. You have mean. to hit a certain way. You have to hit a certain time. You have to aim for a certain spot. Hmm. And he knows how to do all oh, yeah. of that. And he is supremely confident. What I mean, he... Good luck finding you a partner that kicks, <laughs> that kicks like that him. fast. It, it, it's it's incredible uh, that he oh can yeah. actually no. not. He he has no consideration yeah. for the health for of his breaking foot. Breaking that foot, uh-uh. he, he doesn't care. Give a shit. Every, actually, I've heard every fight he walks out of, he limps. Even though he lands a kick, it still hurts his leg. <sighs> which I seen him after my fight limping. Yeah, now he, I was too. That's the problem. Well, yeah. I, th- I think impressive that when you get over 11 minutes of ground control, I mean, you you went to work on that, so it was yeah. just impressive. What's that I, feel I like, though, like in the calf, though? Like, if you get, oh. I feel like getting kicked in the calf hurts. So, he got me high thigh more high than thigh. anything, or I'm sorry, low thigh, mm. like right above the knee more oh. than anything. Um, the adrenaline blocked it out after yeah, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was hurting. Yeah, what Next did you do day? after the fight to heal after that? So. After that fight, shoot, I stayed walking. I took a couple weed edibles, <laughs> and, dude, I just, like, kept moving, and yeah. actually, I guess I got my second win after those uh-huh. edibles kicked in, and I was like, <laughs> my buddies, because we went back to their hotel, and we were really just hanging out, nothing uh-huh. nothing crazy, we just hung out, caught up, but, like, I remember going back up to their hotel, uh, down the hallway, one of them said, what happened if some shit went down? Right now, and I was like, I can still motherfucking ass. And I started. They were like, "What?" And I started running down the hallway, and it, because it, before I was limping, yeah. and they were oh, then they man. called me out. They were like, "Can you think you can still fight?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I ain't hurt." And then I started running, and I was like, "See, I could still catch a motherfucker if I had to. I could kick somebody's ass if I had to." I was like, "I'm just fine." But really, those edibles just got oh, me yeah. kind of like numb. Got you going, man. Got I me mean, going again. And the thing is, is like once it stiffens up, uh-huh. that's you know, it was actually good that I moved around a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Get that lactic acid build up out of there. Yeah, mm. yeah, that helped a lot. That's wild, man. I can't imagine. I mean, you're doing a lot of big things. I saw we were looking at some of the uh, just like the rankings. I don't know like how much like y'all like dive into that. Um, but it was like what is it number nine? Yeah, I saw. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's impressive. Man, I, the the higher rank fight, the better, but. I have little to no control over that, really? you know. Well, if I turn down, if I say they offer me number eight, and I uh-huh. don't want it, and I turn it down, well, the next time they offer me one, it might be number eleven. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like just whatever they give me, it. I have to take. Yeah. And let's just keep fighting that's my way up. Just but. keep talking on Twitter. Get somebody, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we were want, talking about the yeah. Korean zombie. You gotta get the zombie man. Well, you know, he's got one more fight. That would be the fight that I would want because mm-hmm. it would put me up the highest in the ranking. Yeah. And I think he might take it, but I don't think that he will no more. Really? I think that Do they have to agree? To, they have to agree? To yeah, especially that. him because it's going to be his last fight, so he's probably going to really bargain it. You know he, just got the, he just got work, too. Yeah, he just got he just <laughs> got beat up, you know, and it, hey, it, it looked – he did not look good. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, the thing – He's been re- around for a while? He's been around for a Gosh. while. He'd been it off was, a little bit, I think. It, it was his worst performance that I've ever seen. But Volkanovski is, is great. Hey, you that know. guy, yeah, I didn't even know about this guy. A, I, I must have been, I've just been out of the loop, but this Volkanovski guy's been kind of climbing up the, the ladder a little bit. Yeah, he's beat uh, Max Holloway Max twice now. In 2019, that's the Yes, and yeah. the second time, he, I didn't think he really won the fight the second time, but mm-hmm. it was a split decision, I think, but close one. But What well, do you think? You think Max Holloway is, is still as good as he 
he, you know. Well, shoot, what we're, 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 we're going to find out I on mean, uh, July 2nd. This weekend. He, yes, that's this weekend. Yeah. That's right. Um, I think I am too, you know, and I. Because I, I couldn't tell if Volkanovsky looked so good because zombie was a little slow or <coughs> yeah, zombie I mean, was slow he, he looked fast though man I Dude, mean, he he's did. a he's a striker i feel like he i mean he can <laughs> he can throw some punches that mm-hmm. volkanowski yeah he's he's a striker and he he kicks and he can punch going forwards and uh, does he, he have much ground game I think he's good on the ground, but um, he's probably not going to be able to shoot takedowns repetitively. Mm-hmm. You know, probably because that's just not how he fights. Yeah, you know? he seems like a, he seems like he's more on his feet. But I think he could have a couple good takedowns in him. But I don't see him uh, like spamming takedowns mm-hmm. in one after the oh, other yeah. after the other. He's more of a a stand up guy that occasionally will get a takedown. You know, he, he's he's not afraid to go to the ground. He he just he really just goes to the feet. Yeah, but um. It'd be hard to pick between him and Max. I'll just say Max. Just I was about to say who you got. I'll, I'll pick Max. He's American. Yeah. And so I go. I'll go <laughs> yeah. with him. Oh, yeah. He's, gotcha. he's American. So wait, I'll, what is Volkanovski? Is he like he's uh, Australian? Australian. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Australian. I heard. I heard him talking about it. They said he used to be uh, like two hundred on and two, played rugby. Yeah. Way even bigger really. Than Maybe yeah. Was he bigger than that? Yeah. He's like one forty five now. Is that yeah, he used, yeah, he used to play rugby, so he was trying to get jacked and get as big wow. as he could. That's, that's crazy, dude. Who is uh, Arnold Allen? Why do I he's not know a, him? He's a Brit, and he's he's uh, good too. He's up there, probably top top. I just have, don't recognize the name. He's he's he, he's he's a he's a striker. Hits uh-huh. hard, hits fast, really throws bombs, really opens up too. Like he. He opens up a bit more than did these he, other guys. He, did he just win a fight or something? It said he went up. Uh, he yeah, he beat up. Dan Hooker. He, he knocked him out pretty good. Almighty. I was just yeah. going to say, but going back to your fight, like personally I feel like it was a really good performance and like watching everybody else's performance, I, I mean, you're – I think nine does you an injustice personally. It's probably a little bit of bias from being from Arkansas, but – Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm biased too, you know. Yeah, I nine. think the same thing. At least I, top five. I think that I would beat. Any of those guys yeah, on any given – I mean, after a training session, just sitting here, <laughs> I feel like I could beat any of them. But that's, you know – It's not up to you to get these fights? Like, who has to, like, get the get the ball rolling on that? Well, it's real, all those guys that are up there in that top five, mm-hmm. all of them have been top five for really? probably five – let's just say five years uh-huh. plus. So, it's real hard to get them. After sitting top five mm-hmm. for five years, they don't want to lose to a guy who ain't even been top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so – they're looking at me as a degrading uh, pay with a upgrade of risk. Yeah. And so it's just – got to climb it, that ladder. It's it, a little it's, bit tricky. It's hard to get them to, but, you know, I'm just – I just know that everything will work out. Yeah. You know, I'm just being real patient. patient yeah. Working on your craft. I mean, what gives me more time gonna to work. You're just going to get better. Yeah, I'm just going to get better. They're just going to – They're going to get older. It's going to be worse for them. I it's going to be wor- – They're going to be older when they run into yeah. me. Oh gosh, you know, and you're I'm, gonna be able to take them all five. I mean, it's it's gonna be crazy. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm entering my my prime, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just they ain't ready for it. Yeah, you know, if the smart strategy would be to call me out now, try yeah. to get me while I'm younger. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna keep getting older and better and stronger because now know. I'm actually getting stronger. And well, the last fight, I know the biggest thing that the people I heard on the commentators were talking about is you coming off of the broken hand, the injury, broken hand, um, yeah. and they felt like that was gonna be like a. They use that against you as like a oh maybe he's gonna They're trying be, to use it yeah, cop out yeah. kind of he's got a, he came he's coming off a broken hand we don't know how he's gonna do da, da, da. I'm um, a lot better after that broke hand because 
always wondering, you know, because I hear it's like a horror story because you hear everybody breaks their hand and you just think, I don't think I'm tough enough to do that <laughs> and to do this. I, I, I could bro- fight with no hands, you know, with, with <laughs> yeah. double broke hands. And mm-hmm. I could improvise and it hurts like hell, but it's doable. And uh, <laughs> it's probably you more know. of a mindset, though, right? Like, yeah. if, you get, if, you, if you got a tough mindset, mental game, I mean, yeah. that's that's what a lot of do what you, you know when you if you've broken your hand like mid fight. Um, well, know. since it was my first one, I didn't, but I believe I would know uh, if I'd done it again because you'd be like, I just broke my hand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was like my finger was jammed is what I kept telling myself at uh, first, but it never happened before. So I was just telling myself, oh, you got a jammed up finger. But then, and then I started noticing something was wrong with it. And I just thought, oh, it's a real, I thought, and then, I, and then it went from, okay, I jammed my finger to, okay, I broke my finger. And then it went to like, oh, huh, it hurts when I punch. And I was like, huh, maybe the, you know, maybe it's broke, but it really was just, I wasn't even thinking about mm-hmm. it really. I was just like, huh, broke finger, okay, grips. <laughs> Grips a little bit less. It hurts when I punch. And I was like, but now I've adjusted. So if I did break both of them, um, I would be able to keep fighting. And I would I would acknowledge it. And I would change the strategy yeah. if I broke both of them. But bro- both of them That's would crazy. be a, a bigger ordeal. With one broke hand, you can still do singles pretty good. Mm-hmm. You could switch off to a blast double maybe. But some of your takedowns are going to be a little bit what, harder. What's a blast double? Blast double is when you get in and you pretty much blast your opponent with a double and get them going. They call it a blast double because it's like a very fast, explosive yeah. takedown. Mm. takes a lot of energy. So it's when you get a double refers to getting your hands around both of their legs. That's a double leg. Uh-huh. A single leg is when one of their legs is you have it in your arm. So it's... Uh-huh. You, on a double, you're grabbing both their legs. On a single, you're grabbing one. Gosh. So if you're doing a blast double... Like a blast double is not a double off the wall. A double off the wall, which is the most consistent takedown in MMA, in my opinion, is a double a double leg, hands locked under the butt on the wall. That motherfucker should go down. <laughs> you know, like every that. Time. It, it, yeah. it really should be every time. And, yeah. of course, there's human error in mm. that. But just in theory, you lock the hands under the butt on the wall. See, the, the best defense for a double leg is called a sprawl. A sprawl is like you ever get imagine yourself you're like uh you know you kind of sprawl out you're hot mm-hmm. you're trying to air out sprawl out like that yeah mm-hmm. kind of like that but you're facing the ground you sprawl your legs out you put your hips into them and you try to put your weight on top of them and like kick hide your legs from yeah. them yeah so it's like you kick your legs back you know you sprawl <laughs> yeah. out on top of them yeah. they fall underneath you now you're sitting on top of them uh you mm. can attack headlocks huh. which from front headlocks i go behind i don't much care for chokes from mm. the front they're too uh they expose your legs you, you, you can get in a tricky situation if you're not careful like that right Yes, you know, get, get you know. That's why I say I like to go. I like to hide my leg when I'm in a front headlock on top of somebody. I like to hide my legs and circle behind them. Wow. I'm always. I'm not worried about the guillotine from the front, like grabbing their head and choking them. Yeah, yeah, I'm worried yeah. about getting behind them, mm. establishing hooks. You got more control that way. Or? When you get behind them, yeah. you certainly do. Yeah. Now you can't punch. Like if you're up in front of them. When they go to stand up, you can uppercut the shit out of them. <laughs> I mean, you you can so when you're standing up from a front headlock, there's those that punch opportunity. For me, I like the positional. I like to go behind them. Yeah. I always want to go behind the opponent. From a front headlock, you generally can. The only thing stopping you is arms. So if you can block one of their arms, you can get behind them. So uh, you got to you got to block now. If you don't block that arm, you're going to circle right into what you call single leg, mm-hmm. and they're going to work their way up. But if you block that arm, they can't grab your leg, and so. On the, on the wall, 
when you shoot a double, the reason it's the most effective takedown in MMA is because they cannot sprawl. They cannot <laughs> they cannot do the most effective defense. So you have you have the most effective takedown with the most effective defense for that takedown effectively gone. They cannot sprawl. Now what they can do is they can sprawl a different way. It's laterally, but instead of mm-hmm. kicking their legs this way, they spread their legs, do the splits. Oh. Split sprawl. Opens them up for a single. So Wow. Yeah, they could do get a split take, sprawl. Get, get that takedown either way. Splits. Yeah, you. Yeah, they do those splits all the way. Okay, well, I'll just pull one of those legs. Because yeah. you're doing yeah. splits. I'll either pull back, pull the front. It feels like your groin would just fall yeah. apart. Dude. Yeah, so you just, yeah, because your groin would be all compromised. <laughs> you just fall down for them, you know. So sometimes on a good takedown, it's better to just kind of let them have a takedown so you don't get the shit slammed out of you. Because, mm-hmm. like, say I got uh, double on the wall. Let's say it's in a concrete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's in a concrete. Okay. Uh, I've got some dude pressed up against a, a school bus, and I'm in on a double leg, and there's concrete underneath us. Mm-hmm. That, and I lock my hands under his ass. He's better off just <laughs> sitting on his yeah. ass yeah. because if he's within the 200 pound range, and I have my hands, even a 200 pounder oh, on a. On the wall, I can pick up a two hundred pounder. Yeah. yeah, do it all the time. I can't. It's not as easy. His back. Uh, are you talking about concrete. your back being on the wall? No, they're their back, their back and then being you pick them up from underneath the butt. Gotcha. Use because the leverage on the wall. Use the leverage gotcha. of the wall. So I'm not bearing all their weight. So if I can get a two hundred pounder on the wall and get my hands locked, he's going for a ride. I don't care if he's got forty <laughs> pounds on me, and if it's on concrete. He is, he's, he's gonna be regretting he's that just decision. gonna that 200 pounds he's just yeah. gonna land on his neck harder oh, yeah. you know you can drop some you can turn them and drop them on their head so you say you're a 200 pounder and you feel my little ass picking you up mm. it'd be almost better just sit down in your butt yeah. that or i'm gonna pick you up on my shoulder and put you try to turn you where you land on your head mm-hmm. and so one of my concepts is man if they're deep on a double on the wall instead of letting them slam you Go to your ass, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. now fight. Live, live to fight another day. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you'll fight your way up, but yeah. you'll do it with a full, uh, full, full breath. You won't get the breath slammed out of you. Yeah, because when you, yeah, when you yeah. get turned on those slams, I mean, you lose control of that landing. And a lot of times, people land and they recover. But man, you can watch hours of MMA fights where slams on the ribs, mm. and then the fight's done. It's over. And so you don't really want to give them that slam opportunity. Yeah, you don't. I, so I, was, like, I can imagine. I was I was going to ask you, I've, I've been kind of interested to ask, and I'm glad you went on to that too. Because I've asked kind of Dylan, and then I asked uh, Jesse last time he was on here, what, like, do you feel like you have to be kind of obsessive to, like, learn about your craft? Like, to know your Because you re- obviously really know your stuff. You know, well, I think it's it's important for my health mm-hmm. that I'm obsessed with the yeah. craft. You yeah, know, because sure. every time that you train, you're investing really in your health. Mm-hmm. That's in the longevity of the career. Um, like I said, if I can just educate myself on some of these positions, when a guy goes to pick me up, instead of being stubborn and saying I'm gonna uh, keep my wizard or do this or mm-hmm. here, here's the worst thing you can do: say somebody goes to pick you up and you just like pull guard. You know, mm-hmm. say you pull guard, okay, yeah. you can get the shit slammed out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you can educate yourself on how to keep yourself out of those uh, real – here's another one, uppercuts, knees. Mm-hmm. Like I say, if you're going down, if you're ducking, but something coming up, that center oh. line, like a knee to your head. <laughs> you know, if you can if you can do anything you can to minimize your head going down while a knee is going up. Mm-hmm. That put, force would be hard. Yeah. You know I mean? And so, like, you know, so it comes down to, okay, now you got to stand taller. When you stand taller, you're more susceptible to 
strikes up top, like, and your body's stretched out too. So now if your hands are high and you're standing high, you know, your body's open. Um, mm-hmm. But if they're going to the body, you can always try mm-hmm. to, uh, when they come back, they got to come back up. So yeah. when they come back up, you can yeah, for sure. counter. But there's a counter for every counter, you know, Ooh. but you just got to know what's kind of open. Like if I'm circling this way mm-hmm. with my hands high, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm circling into that. Well, if he's got a mean left hook, I'm circling this <laughs> way, and I gotta watch out for his left hook. Yeah. So I might negate that by just circling like this, Dang. or circling with the hand out. But like every time, if I circle right, you better be ready for something coming from that way. If you circle left, you better be ready for something coming that way. Now stuff can also go straight down the middle. Yeah. But what's the worst of the worst shots is when you're moving into them, mm. because it takes all your opponent's power and accuracy and precision, and it. And it combines it with your complete um, lack of knowledge of going yeah, into yeah. it, and so yeah. you're you're actually making their strike worse. And it happens to everybody, you yeah. know. Dang. But you want to minimize those. So if you know if you're going this, like when I was on Barbosa, I knew if I see him spin, my instinct was just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> if he spins, he has the best spin kick in UFC oh, yeah. history, oh, and, yeah. and he's he's got more more people with that spin kick than so anybody. You're retreating from that one. He actually went to the body. I retreated. Yeah. And the good thing is about, okay, so my retreat on Edson Barbosa when he spins, who you think more uses more energy? Say that I get out of range perfectly and that kick mm-hmm. misses by about two inches. Who used more energy? He just spun yeah. in a circle, and I just did I just did just a, moved out of the way. I just hopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he uses more energy. Right. You've mastered that though. Like you've mastered like pissing your opponents off to where they're using more energy yeah. than you and are. So, having so he's them. yes, his his biggest shot, boom, a miss, and he's off Dude, balance. That's that, impressive. That's what I was saying. That's been impressive. Like to see you learn your craft or whatever you're doing. Probably watching just hours of videos and like learning and from your coaches and stuff. Like he only had like what 28 landed strikes or something. Right, he, uh, and you had all he, that he, control he got, time. Like he, that's got to be you knowing that kind of stuff yeah. well, better than, like you said, he's gotten people with that spinning yeah. kick. Like, oh, crazy. He's gotten people with that spinning <laughs> kick, and, and you know? that's it, all they were talking about the whole time. Is they're like, <laughs> how about that spinning yeah, kick? Yeah. Is and he he wanted to jump knee me too. He even threw a jump knee. Yeah, yeah. And on both of them, I just backed up. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, you know. He, it's just it's just a great strategy. Just back the fuck up, yeah. you know. And and on somebody like him, like he carries more weight than me, and I can do I can I can back up more than he can advance mm. with spin kicks and jump knees. He already has an issue with um, kind of getting fatigued because he's a very explosive fighter. So all his knockouts are very explosive, high yeah. high energy moves. His best move, in my opinion, is that straight that straight uh, right of his. And, again, I took that away with footwork. But Mm -hmm. the reason he hit me with it is because I stopped moving my feet. It was Mm. about 10 seconds left in the round, and I wanted to just be lazy and stop (laughs) moving my feet. And then it woke my ass up real quick. You think that's probably, like, the key for, like, People landing these big these big hits are just people getting like lazy in the last little bit. Or well, it's it's not usually in my case it was lazy because yeah. I was sitting there thinking there's ten seconds left in this round. He ain't hit me yet, and uh, you know just kind of. But most people, it's that um, they get tired, they're not mm. cognitive, or they're going for a strike of their own. That, that that's the worst. The worst. Can you? I can I don't know like what somebody's mind is like in in this situation. Like if you're like trying to you're trying to prevent getting you know knocked out with this kick but like how are you prepping like your next move 
but you're in your like in your case, you're like, I'm getting I'm getting out of it. I'm not gonna get hit by this. So you're 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 trying to get out of it. But like, how do people go about like? You just something you like do in training. Like you're just like prepping for the next move. So on a kick in particular, um, like we talked about Edson about how fucking unbelievably hard he kicks. <laughs> yeah. So think about Edson. Mm-hmm. You're put yourself in Edson's shoes. You're kicking at my leg as yeah. hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now imagine I move that leg two inches out of the way. You thought you could get it. You thought you was gonna fucking wail it. You thought you was gonna kick me on my ass. Yeah. And right at the last second, I pull that leg out of the way. Boom. Okay, you're off balance. Yeah. Now you're readjusting, and that's the uh, that's the window I got to hit you in the face. Yeah. Or let's say you're Edson again. You're aiming for me about five feet away. Yeah. I'm five feet away. He can he can shuffle in. Get him down to three feet. Now he can reach me with his leg. He swings at me when I'm three feet, but mm-hmm. I read he wanted a kick. I closed that distance about a foot and a half. So I, he, he thought I was going to go back, and I went forward. Now what? I grab his fucking leg because he's, yeah. he's too close. He threw him I changed. Yeah. I, I backed up, backed up, backed up, backed up, backed up. He said, I'm going to jump in and kick him. When he jumped in, I moved forward. Dang. So you, You're freaking smart. <laughs> this guy's got it going. Do you think he underestimated the fight? Oh, for sure. He didn't I didn't think I, that was. I said that after the first round. I said I think he underestimated Bryce big time. Do you think people underestimate you in this? That's a great advantage you could have. Yeah, so yeah. I hope that they do. But yeah. you can't really control that. But mm-hmm. if they're smart, they wouldn't. But <laughs> well, hopefully they they do. You well, know? I was it's surprised that he underestimated you just because he's. I mean, he's been fighting for a pretty good while, right? Yeah. How long he's been, he's been fighting for a while? Hey, man, he's got a great resume. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's knocked out a bunch of badasses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. man, all his losses really were at 55, like getting knocked out mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I did better than Khabib did. Dang. Not, you know. Drop yeah. the mic on that just, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying. And here's the difference of what me and Khabib did. Khabib come out. And he beat the ever-living shit out of him in the first <laughs> round. I mean, dude, he hit him so many hearts. I mean, he hit him so many times in the first round. Here's the thing, though. Edson don't quit. Mm-hmm. And now in the second round, Khabib did very good. Mm-hmm. In the third round, he just he just won the round. He simply won the round. But it progressively got worse every round Yeah. Um, in favor of Khabib. Mm. So, um, like, like he, he, he started out great, did okay, and then – just won the round barely. Mm. It, not barely, but, you know, he didn't do as much damage in the third. For yeah. me, actually, every round I was doing more damage. Yeah. and was You was, could tell that out in his body language. Like it, Barbosa. Like, he, each round you could tell he's like, damn, I, I, thought, I thought I was going to get this. And, and so that that's not to say, like, okay, well, I have a better resume than Khabib now. No, I, that's I mean, not what I'm saying. He still has a way better resume than me. But what I'm saying is, if you watch our fights, mm-hmm. I do better every round against Barbosa. Yeah. And as Barbosa actually was recovering and finding out how to stop damage from mm-hmm. Khabib. Now, he still lost every round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the first round was much worse. And, and I would personally rather be the fighter to get stronger as the fight goes on. Oh, yeah. And as, it's as demoralizing. <laughs> it, it's, de- it's demoralizing. And so yeah. I was very happy with that performance. You know, I'm always wanting to finish. Um but at the same time, man, Edson was just – he was losing rounds. Uh-huh. And so it's easy for me to just sit there and not try too much crazy stuff mm-hmm. because he's accepting the loss off of his back. Like mm-hmm. if he would have tried to get up, 
it would have been worse for him. He <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. would have kept finished, yeah. but instead he just wanted to survive on the ground, which for him it was a smart choice because if mm-hmm. he would have exposed his back to me oh, yeah. to get up, then it, it probably <laughs> would have resulted in a finish. But yeah. he, play, he played it a little bit safer, and so you got a, long, a drug out fight, but – in the end, say if it was a 25-minute fight or just a uh, MMA fight to the death, the result probably would have been the same. It yeah. would have been the pressure would have probably got to him. He's also a little bit – he's a lot older than me. You know, he's been yeah. through a lot of wars. I don't think he was expecting me to actually <laughs> be good, yeah. to be honest with you. He probably thought that I was some overrated bum that mm. just, you know, thinking I'm some young punk, and that was probably his mentality. The, I I thought the same that he uh, the underestimated thing, but I th- I thought that he thought he was going to come in and that leg kick was going to dominate. And you weren't going to really know how to how to handle some of that. Yeah, he I wasn't think, thinking about absolutely. the strategy behind it. He, I mean, that was apparent. Yeah, you could tell that he thought like the veteran status he had was going to really carry yeah. him. He thought that. it was, and, and one thing that he said before that fight, he said, uh, "This guy ain't done nothing. He can't do nothing to me that that I ain't seen already." Mm-hmm. And that right then is when I knew <laughs> I had the advantage. <laughs> Because there's a lot of things that I do that yeah. nobody's done to him, Dude, you're, and that nobody has the ability to do because nobody knows those positions. And I do have uh, positions that I do that nobody else does. Yeah. So I knew yeah. right there, right before the fight, just by watching his little pre-fight interview, that his mentality <laughs> was not particularly. It, and, <laughs> and 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 I when I went to fight him, hey, if you'd asked me what do you think about him, I'd have said before the fight, I think he's the best kicker I've ever fought. Yeah, I think he's got the best resume. I think he's the most explosive. Mm-hmm. And I and I would have been a little bit more um, aware of some of his mm-hmm. threats. Yeah. But luckily, he was not aware of some of the threats mm-hmm. that I brought to the table. He yeah. simply thought that I was. This, my, my he did not defend a single takedown. Oh. Yeah. He did not. He's <laughs> never. He's never fought somebody that he has not defended their takedown attempts. Mm-hmm. He he mm-hmm. did not. He did not think that I was capable of doing things that I was capable of doing. And he verbalized it. He yeah. said before the fight, "Oh, this guy ain't done nothing. I ain't seen." Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I've done stuff. I enter smoother. I hold them down better. Yep. Check I get. I, I yeah. I, I do things differently. And his lack of acknowledgement. Um, it's what kind of get gets him surprised. At least yeah. when he landed his kicks, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, was shit, I knew he was going <laughs> Yeah, I knew that shit was going to hurt. Now, I was surprised at just how fast and how accurate it was. Even knowing, mm-hmm. okay, this is Edson Barbosa's going to kick my leg. When you see that leg come that fast, it's fast. It's, a whole, it it's just like, holy <laughs> shit, this is what I've been waiting for for however many months. But it just happened so fast that it's like, yeah, I, I can't believe it's that fast. Your <laughs> you know? adrenaline's rushing. You're like, your like I gotta get this guy on the ground or something. Yeah, and, something. and and just I just resorted to backing up when he kicked. Backing up, back up. When that, he kicked. And his energy is just you know he could tell he got tired too. He mm-hmm. got tired. Well, I'll say at the end of the day that the the sheet speaks for itself. I mean, you dominated in my opinion. Um, do you know you got an ETA on the next fight? I know you probably get asked that all the time. Maybe um, by the end of the year. Is what end I'm of year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, so, my no. my question is like so right now you're training. But, like, when does it kind of shift into your next – like, when you find that – is it, like, right when you find out who you're going to fight, you start kind of prepping, you know, for that Turn person? it up a notch. Yeah. Well, you know, it just depends on what phase of training I'm at. Yeah. It depends. I've been going pretty hard lately, so I might just um, kind of might, – might turn up a little bit mm-hmm. right now. might just stay at the same intensity. Yeah. Depends when the date is. 
depends who the opponent is on how much studying I'll do of them because a lot of fighters already have studied them. But, um, you know, I could always do some more studying. It won't hurt. Mm -hmm. And and then more specific drills for things that I think is going to happen because a lot of these times where I'll do these drills – We'll get in the exact spots I thought we would just because it's like when I go here, I do this, and when they get there, they do that. So you can kind of predict just what they're going to do. And you'd be surprised how many times I've done film study and then the exact spot that I've been working on, we get to. And then I do exactly what I was working on. And then, you know, it never goes, you know, one little moment will go exactly how I wanted it to. Now, after that moment, they might boom – do something and and something mm-hmm. counter but for that moment i won the fight because mm-hmm. i had been prepared for that one moment in that one situation right and it put me up a better uh in a better spot than for that split second that's cool dude uh that's it's so impressive what you're doing i mean and you're still and and the thing that makes your whole story like really come together and and separates it from a lot of people is you're like arkansas born and raised and you're still here like you're still putting on for arkansas you didn't like move out a lot of people move, they get out of the Arkansas, and they don't think you can do you live in Arkansas and, and be big time or do big things like you're doing. Um, you're still here in Arkansas. Um, I want to just know, like, kind of, I don't know if a lot of people get to hear this enough, is, like, where you, like, started in this journey, sort of. Like, because I know, like, you yeah. did wrestling, right? I and did wrestling did you, in and high school. Me and, I, w- I went to Cabot schools. I did, were you in Cabot school? I sure was. So I, like, I went to Cabot did, Was it school. there that you started wrestling? So I started wrestling when I was um, – 17 i started wrestling um first year i got second in state which wow. i should have won but i i just mental mental lapse i was um i didn't visualize myself winning mm-hmm. i thought well it's my first year i don't know if i can win my first you know just shouldn't have thought like that so but, you started at 17 uh, that's when i started wrestling now wrestling. I, i'd already had mma fights Gosh. when i started wrestling okay so i actually started mma first um, oh really? Oh, yeah, and really? so I'd already wow. had okay. MMA fights when I started wrestling. In fact, I know that. in fact, my strategy for wrestling for a wrestling match, I would shadow box. <laughs> I would shadow box, and because I was not the best really? wrestler, but yeah. I was tougher than pretty much everybody, everybody. except mm-hmm. that one year. That one year in state, that guy beat me because I was I was not prepared to win. Mm-hmm. I was I had already made up in my mind. Wow, I can't believe I made it to second. And mm-hmm. It just shouldn't have been. It, it was almost like I was a, a surprise that I should have been there. Yeah. When really, contentment. It, it was contentment got me killed out there and, every time. <laughs> yes, and and so it, and it and it showed, you know, because he ended up getting me, and I should have got him. I started out winning that match, and then I was like, man, I can't believe I'm winning. And I, you shouldn't be thinking that. You should be thinking, no shit, I'm winning. <laughs> I'm going to keep winning, you know. And so, But, you know, it was a, it was a growing process, and, mm. and I didn't always um, – you know, it's just how you start. You yeah, know? I mean, you had to start somewhere, and and and, and I still make mistakes yeah. all the time. You know, those little moments, but I'm trying to close up the 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 holes in the game and yeah. the, the mental lapses because mm-hmm. that's what that was. When you're in the middle of a match, going, I can't believe I'm winning. <laughs> well, shit, you should have visualized yourself <laughs> yeah. winning. I mean, yeah. as stupid as that sounds, you you'd be beating some guy. It's like this guy was like 15 pounds bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was jacked. And went seeing wrestling, you used to have to weigh in and. There's a 58 weight class, and it goes from 52 to 58. And then if you want to wrestle 58, the next bump is like 170. So I was, it it was something like that. And so I I won the 58 wrestle off for my teammate. You wrestle your teammates to see who wrestles at the 58 spot. So I beat my buddy for the 58 spot. Um, He actually threw me on my ribs, and we, 
me and that boy, his name was Seth, and one time Seth threw me on my ribs and uh. almost broke my ribs. But, man, we went at it, and I beat him for that 58 spot. <laughs> Coach comes up to me after practice. He says, Bryce, I know you won the 58 spot, but I think that you'll have it. We didn't have another 170. Mm. We didn't have nobody – Fight from one wrestle over one seventy. His coach said, "I think you'll do better, at Seth, than one seventy. Because if we don't put you at one seventy, Seth is going to go one seventy. He's going to get crushed out there." He said, "You go out there at one seventy. How much did you weigh at the fifty eight? Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> and so these guys are cutting the seventy. And so I'm fighting this guy, or I'm wrestling this guy who's jacked the fuck up at one seventy. <laughs> what are they walking at? He's probably seventy five eighty. So. He's, he's probably probably, well, yeah, probably put on eighty. Some weight, I guess. Well, this is what I would do for the scale for the weigh in. You'd have everybody in the damn, in the damn. All these guys cutting weight. Like I said, this guy went up against the state. Just big old Jack. Just solid muscle. One seventy, and I'm at fifty eight. Looking at him, he's cutting a seventy. Dying. So I'm knowing he's one hundred eighty pounds, uh-huh. and I'm one hundred fifty eight. Mm-hmm. And so, and I could have beat him, but I let the size difference. I said he's too big, and he's like bullshit. He's not. I could have won that match. Yeah. I had not. But anyways, so they they was all getting on the scale about once once um one seventy basically, um cutting to it, and uh, since I was fifty eight, should have been in the lower weight class. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to cut weight. You were eating eating. So I would weigh in in shoes. Jeans, a T-shirt, and I would make my I would make a point. I'd, I'd have a peanut butter jelly sandwich on the scale with me, no and while I was weighing, I'd eat a sandwich. And I'd look at all of them while I was eating my sandwich. I'd make eye contact. They see me eating a sandwich while they're over there. Just they're dry. Their lips are dry. They're just they ain't have water in in five hours, and they're sweating and shit. And I'm looking at them. I'm eating a sandwich. And I'm I'm eating. I got my shoes on. They're my already jeans. pissed at you. This yes, and I mean, I mean, just imagine that some guy, some dumbass, <laughs> up there eating a sandwich on a scale, and doesn't even care about his weight, you know. And so that's what I would do. And so I went on the scale. I had a sandwich, blue jeans, shoes, shirt, just eating. Next day, show up, and uh, this is all mental warfare. Oh yeah, the, oh, sa- yeah. the sandwich sure. serves no purpose. It's not. <laughs> It's just yeah, a it's, it's a, a big fuck you. Yeah, it's a big fuck you. It's a guys, I can eat a sandwich and kick your ass. And so, and then and then uh, the next day, what I'll do before a wrestling match because I was actually I had more MMA experience, and so that's what I kept telling myself is like if one of these guys wanted to fight you, you would kick their ass. But with the wrestling rules, I didn't know all the rules. I really didn't. I still to this day I don't know tilts and turns. I don't give mm. a shit about none of that stuff. <laughs> I really don't. I go to hold them down and pin them and put their back on the mat. The yeah. tilts and the turns, it's just it's stupid. And but you get points for it and it's 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 reasonable, you know, because your back's exposed so you get tilt points. I never got a tilt point. I didn't know what the hell a tilt point was. <laughs> how to do one. I go for pins, I go for slams, I go you know All what that. I'm saying? Going for the dub. I go I'll go to push the motherfucker out of circle. At the, I'll go just push him. I mean yeah. just if I find nothing else fails because you they know get, you get points for that? Well, you if if you, they back up the whole time, mm-hmm. it's you will get a stalling. Oh, okay. So if anything, I what I would do is because I was not very good at actually getting to them because I didn't know how to close the distance. My I was an MMA fighter. My mm-hmm. closing distance is punching people. Yeah, that's yeah. how I grab their legs. I punch them in the face. And that's how do, how do you stop yourself from like throwing a punch and like a wrestling? Well, I, I would, <laughs> I, I, I'll shut that off, you know. But right. the main thing in a wrestling match is a headbutt. Really. That's how you get somebody if you're going to get them. Because as soon as you throw a punch, you're disqualified. But yeah, if you headbutt yeah. somebody, well, 
that's that's their fault because they could run into your head. But say at the last second you ducked your head and then they <laughs> run into it. So it's really more headbutts you got to concern about. And somebody that's also doesn't care about headbutts, they uh-huh. they will headbutt you. And yeah. then and then but 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 before the match, so you got to watch out for headbutts. Before the match, I would always shadow box, which is basically where you throw punches at the air. And so it would be, you know, everybody's probably thinking this is a wrestling match. Why is this motherfucker over here throwing left hooks and uppercuts and, and shit? And that's my warm-up routine. It's purely mental. I wanted them to know if you fucking headbutt me, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and 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 it was a subliminal message. Were so, you prepared if they headbutted you to, they, to take ab- them out? Absolutely. I was, I was prepared to fight, but all of the wrestlers were re- just really good guys. Yeah. I never yeah. – there was one guy – who we went at it. We started doing a leak. We started doing cheap shots. And not, no punches was thrown, but we just both uh, pretty much it was unspoken uh, snap, mm-hmm. and we were both mm-hmm. going for cheap shots. And well, it started out with him rear naked choking me, and I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to tap. I was, I about tapped out, but I was like, "It's a wrestling match. You can't tap out in a wrestling match." But I could not breathe. He was fucking rear naked choking me, and, oh and you know. It's illegal in wrestling. Yeah. I didn't want to tell the ref, hey, he's choking me. Yeah. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> All I was thinking is if I can get to him around his legs, I'm going to pick him up and slam him as hard as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And it took me about two or three minutes, but eventually I got to you that got spot to him, that yeah. I wanted. I picked him up and I slammed. Now, I lost points when I slammed him, but I didn't care about the points. I was just trying to fuck him up. Uh-huh. That. At and that it, point, you are just getting him back. <laughs> we were just getting back. And yeah. so, I mean, it's that's a strategy. If you're going to slam him, might as well slam him hard because you're going to get the same penalty. Um, mm-hmm. Now, granted, if the match ends, the match ends. That happened to me one time. I did an illegal slam on accident. Didn't really know it was legal. Ended the match. Um, really? It couldn't. Guy couldn't breathe. Um, now that happens, and that one was actually we weren't going back and forth cheap shots. I did a throw that I didn't even know was legal. It was badass, <laughs> but um, you know, it was a very he he um, he landed hard. Yeah, and that your knee has to touch the ground before them. All yeah. my weight came right down on them. Um, and like I said, it's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Happens. <laughs> happens. I mean, yeah. that, that's just so like cool to see like. Having like starting an MMA, then hopping into wrestling in in like high school, and then just doing that is cool. I mean, and, and it's like right down the road from where we're at right now. So, just all here, right here in Arkansas, it's crazy. Absolutely. Can you imagine weighing in the UFC in a PB and J? Yeah, <laughs> maybe they try that. Like, would they get mad? Look at so look at dead eyes. Yeah, so my first uh, <laughs> UFC weigh in, you know, only weighed in 147 pounds a day of the fight. Mm. So really 146, actually. Yeah. So I went into the fight. You know, now I walk around at 165. Mm-hmm. So imagine me fighting myself from five years ago. I'm 20 pounds bigger. Mm. You know, uh, really on the Edson fight, I was 14 pounds bigger. I was mm-hmm. uh, what, er, 12. I, w- I went in there. It was, I was light on the Edson fight. I was 59, mm-hmm. which is real light for a 45. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be 65. Um, most of these guys 65 to 70. You know, but I went in there fifty nine. But man, I was light. I was fast. Yeah. I could, I could, and it. You know, I needed that footwork on yeah. that fight because mm-hmm. the last thing you want to be is slow in mm-hmm. front of Edson because oh, he wins. Kick. He wins those battles. Yeah. You know, and so I was real fast, elusive with my feet. Ended up in my favor. But when I first came in the UFC, is one hundred and forty seven. 146 pounds a day of the fight That's not good You know And yeah. so I put on 20 pounds of muscle Just eating Just eating and working out What yet. do you What do you usually eat To like put on that I shoot pretty much everything day I had bacon And um, 
some egg. Been drink, drinking a lot of raw eggs. Has uh, really you drink them? You just drink the raw ones. Yeah, I had eight raw eggs today. Like uh, at, like throughout the day, or how many? Yeah, uh, four, I had two smoothies. I put oh. eggs, fruit. The frozen fruit, yeah, and honey. I like the frozen oh, yeah. fruit. I've never put yeah. an egg in there. That's a good idea. Yeah, fro- yeah. I've never thought about that either. Yeah. Put you your raw some protein. Well, it's a great yeah. boost in yeah. protein, and the great thing about it is the the texture adds to the smoothie. It's incredible. Like really? makes it thicker. Oh yeah, brother, it's a secret recipe. See, you know, it's interesting. The spinach, if you put that, you can't taste it. Yeah, uh, you can't. Yeah, you frozen, can't. especially if it's frozen. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Put yeah. a little spinach in there. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Throw that as a monthly drink special next month. Yeah, we're always trying to do some <laughs> drink specials at Nova Joe. Man, I'm telling you, I make a dang good smoothie, man. Oh, you yeah. just got to get the FDA you to know approve you it. Sh- <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you should definitely start it. You should do like a series, man, like the uh, oh, Thug yeah. Nasty Smoothie or whatever oh, you call yeah. it, you know. Brother, I'm you telling can, you, I you make. You sell a smoothie, dude. I, I, I'm Thug telling you, smoothie. I've, I've Trademark got, that thing. I've got Thug great smoothie. smoothies. Patent pending. I really do. <laughs> and I would like to have maybe a smoothie shack or something one of these days. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool if you want to start up a smoothie shack. No, you can come. You can look at it. You want a smoothie shack? Holler at me because (laughs) I've got the recipes, and um, I'm working on the egg production. (laughs) We got the marketing. Yeah, (laughs) we're here. Marketing, entrepreneur, and and got the the minds here. Absolutely. And thing about. It'd be like a post-workout kind of spot. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. your, yeah. like guacamole. That's another good thing I make. Yeah. So you got your chips, your guac, your smoothie. You got the guac, huh? Brother, I make some great guacamole. Really? I love it. You put I some cilantro. I have to have a dinner session sometimes. We should do a show where we're wearing, we were just like watching, like getting the, the food going. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That that would be. But something healthy, you know yeah. what I mean? It'd be for. Uh, the na- you, I mean, you do all natural Stuff like that, right? I mean, well, the, the most part. The, the, as much as I can. Yeah, you know, yeah. I still yeah. go eat Dairy Queen all the time. Well, I yeah. love that Dairy Queen. I mean, more like, you know, you got the, like, impact nutrition and that kind of stuff. Got all these chemicals. I think it'd be cool doing a post-workout type of well, like don't, that. Do you use, I uh, think so. it, Jock, what's that, what's that stuff? Jocko, oh, yes. Okay. He, now, he makes all, okay, if you had to guess what my favorite Jocko product is, what do you think it would be? Huh. And now sure. he makes... All types of supplements, That's tough. greens, proteins, I just, cognitive stuff. Uh, protein powder? What is it? My favorite thing is jeans. The Jocko jeans is probably the best jeans. What je- is that? Really? They, they're by far the Jocko jeans is the best jeans I've ever worn. Jeans. Bro, like and actual jeans. Really? Actual they have jeans. jeans. Warm today, actually. Yep. Really? Wow. Yep. Um, What's now, good about them? Well, let's we'll start in Bain America. <laughs> Bain America. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we'd love to hear that. Yeah. 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 Um, but we just need, there, we need more of that. Yeah, it's an actual work jean. Okay, it's got four good pockets in it. Pockets ain't cheap with holes in the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's good pockets, um, and they, a little bit of stretch. But durability. I was like say, what's were, the durability like? Because I know you're out there on the farm. You're probably needing something. They're my they're my best pair. Really? For for sure. But they have a little bit of stretch to them. They're two hundred yeah. bucks. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, ain't none of this two hundred dollar pair of jeans with the with the holes already in them. You seen that crap? People, <laughs> people make people buy these jeans with holes in them. Hey, give them to me, and I'll give them back to you with some holes in them about three weeks. <laughs> I have to give my give my dad a pair of those. See if he can see if he can get them. Jocko, out. yes, Jocko. And, and and it's a Origin is the brand. Um, or that's his product's name, mm-hmm. but it's Origin jeans. And uh, I think there's one called Delta sixty eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the pair that I have, but the pair that I have, brother. Best jeans I've ever worn. Dang. Nice pockets, a little stretch on them. Not too much stretch, but just enough and still durability. That's freaking awesome, dude. Uh-huh. You listen to Jocko's podcast? I have not listened to a bunch of them. I listened to part of one with him and JP Danell. Mm-hmm. 
they have a diff- they have a, a unique uh, vibe to their show. I mm-hmm. feel like they reach a different like a a, de- a definite audience um, for this. Yeah. The one I like that you the podcast you've been on was the Theo Vaughn. That dude, oh, that yeah, dude yeah, is yeah, hilarious. How is he in person? He's cool, oh, he's, he's bad. Dude, that dude is freaking awesome. <laughs> he's real good because he just takes care of the, his guests. Like yeah. Whenever I was in town, he made sure that I had food and a ride to the gym. Just a good guy because a lot of people, once you get there, they don't give a shit. They're Where's like, he based out of? Uh, well, he's from Louisiana, and then he moved to um, Nashville now. Okay, so Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, okay. He was in L.A. the first time I went there. Yeah. All this government bullshit. He mm-hmm. moved out of there. Wait, he was in like California? California. Yep. <sighs> That'd be really? the worst place to be. Yep, and I, that was where I met him the first time, and luckily. Oh, I'd get way away from there. <laughs> that, and he, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he did. Joe Rogan got away from there. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk got away from there. Everybody's yeah. getting away from there. Yeah, it's, it's bad, man. It's I, bad. I've, I've heard this stat the other day, which I don't know how true this is. One Google would uh-huh. find out, but basically half of our uh, half of our federal tax dollars go to there. Oh, gosh. And I, I, I believe that. I, I would believe that. I, I mean, yeah. that. It's just, dude, that makes me sick. Oh, it's sickening, especially everything that's happening right now. I makes just me it. want to secede. <laughs> I mean, how, how is half of our half of our budget going to one the state? Yeah. You know, in that one state, it's the most debt and out of all of them. Yeah. Did you see Joe Biden fall off his bike the other day? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprised me. Well, but whoever put him in the bike is stupider than he is for trying to ride the bike. Whoever put his dumb ass on a bike, that's the guy who we should be making fun of. Because that guy is a fucking idiot. needs to be cut. You know yeah. he's making too much money. Dude, I don't know who's tweeting for this guy right now, but I just keep getting this, like, people respond to these tweets. But, I mean, 13 hours ago, by the... Literally, our president of the United States Twitter says, my administration will do everything in its lawful power to fight back against the devastating decision overturning the Roe versus Wade to protect the fundamental rights of women. Like, yeah. they're just firing shots at, like, every decision that's made. Yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, you know, he's a puppet, what he is, and it's it's... It's sick, and it's like, damn, man, it's almost, it's like, do you laugh at it, or, it's so bad, it's like, you almost don't want to laugh, but the only thing you can do is laugh at it, because it's like, it's so terrible. I mean, look um, at that. It it was rigged, and he is a puppet, and, 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 they're wanting to run again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he can't even run a damn treadmill, he sure as hell can't run the country. Uh Well, I think most people, I mean, people gotta start understanding, I just don't know if it's gonna happen, it's just like. I know some people that voted for. I've heard of people that voted for him are like feel like stupid idiots right now because how they see everything happening. Is the same uh, disapproval rate or you know like unhappiness rate as Trump did, and no one's talking about that. When Trump was in office, that's all they talked about. Oh man, forty percent of the country hates him. Blah 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 blah. It's the exact same number. Right now, oh, with Joe more, Biden, and no one's talking about it. I guarantee you, more people hate him, man. And they lied on the Trump numbers. And oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's so corrupt, dude. It's, it's so corrupt that you can't believe nothing, you know. And and I, and I firmly do believe economic collapse is coming. That's why I wanted to start the farming. Mm-hmm. It's you not, think the recession is coming? Uh, there already is a recession. Yeah. And I guess a recession, the definition of it is like a low economic mm-hmm. output. I mean, right. it's, it's hard when you're talking about defining uh, a term. And it's like, okay, are we 
actually in a recession, you got to refine, yeah, uh, like define a recession. Yes, you got to find. Well, and I don't know, you know what you want to call gonna it. They're going to say we're not, you know. Yeah, because it's not because of this, this, that. It's it. And here's why they're saying it ain't a recession because they're saying, oh, well, our spending is still up. But yeah, but it's on an inflated dollar that ain't worth a fuck. You see what I'm saying? And so even, even back it in is that a recession. Little, like they're basing a lot of that off of like the previous two to three years. What was the pandemic? There was no spending going on because no one could spend money. Like obviously your numbers are going to be up from yeah. those numbers like it, it, uh, i hate that comparison so much um one thing i was going to go back to is the california thing um oakland has one of the highest inflation rates um in the u.s mm-hmm. and they have the highest minimum wage rate in the u.s <laughs> they also have the highest unemployment rate and the highest homeless rate in the yeah. entire u.s nice. and it's all of those numbers are now being mimicked by our, uh. by our like entire u.s system mm-hmm. and so i think yeah, there's about to be a huge economic collapse because of that. It's crazy. Yep, and I, I think a food shortage is coming. Um, and I think it's going to be bad. And, uh, you know, I don't think 2,000 cows in, in Kansas or whatever, uh, Oklahoma, dropped dead in one day. Yeah. You know, because of heat. You know, I think that they're fucking poisoning cows. I think really? they're burning down food processing facilities. I think they're burying potatoes uh, in the ground. I've seen videos of it. They're burying bata- by the dump By the dump truck. The cow yeah. thing doesn't make sense. If you've ever been around cows, like they're smart enough to go and get some shade. Yeah. Like they'll like, all die on the same day. Like yeah. it would be like no. some of them are going to no. be a much worse condition in health. Yeah. Like okay, pregnant mama, they're going to die. Midget mm-hmm. babies, they're going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the strong, the strong bulls, like they're probably going to last the longest. Now they might yeah. still have a heat stroke, but it ain't going to be the same day as the uh-huh. as no. the baby who's a little bit deformed. Like exactly, you know, like those and the pregnant mom, like those. They're they're stressed more, and so they would die first. But all these cows died in one day. Bullshit, mm-hmm. man. They they poisoned them, and um, it's a it's a it's a very disgusting time we're in right now. I mean, trying to take the guns away, trying to take everything you know that we should be able to have. Oh, they're definitely trying to take guns, oh, and yeah. and you know, and and they'll stage however many school shootings they got to stage, and just so that they can blame the guns. Well, and, and it's stupid. I mean, they better not. I don't think they'll come to Arkansas trying to take the guns. That ain't gonna work out for them. Well, they're, they're <laughs> no, it, 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 it sure it sure won't. You know, and and the thing is, is they're probably gonna resort to um, shutting down ammunition factories, kind of like mm-hmm. they did with Corona. They shut down the number one brass producer in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like stock you, up. Yeah, this and and now they've got the ammunition to where it don't even last for more than ten years. You know uh, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they started like ammunition the back. Of it. Yeah. So yeah. in the sixties, ammunition used to store longer. So we'll come down to uh, back to bows and swords and shit. Uh-huh. You know, but I'm telling you, man, it's, you can always refill. Yeah, you you yeah. can you can reload. You got to find gunpowder and brass, and then That's true too. You know, uh, but y- y- it's possible. I yeah. think that there are people that would band together, form army, make ammunitions, and have access to mines. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you get brass. I think you mix copper and uh, shoot. I have no clue. Nah, we mix, can figure it out. We'll figure it out. But that's <laughs> we need some of that shit. Yeah, some, something we need. We'll something. be melting down brass pots and oh, shit yeah. like no, anything we, yeah. brass. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you know, you need your brass and uh, you need powder. Mm-hmm. I think you can make you can mine both of oh, those. Yeah. yeah. But um, shoot, we need salt. They shut. They're gonna shut down the electric. They're gonna get it so so damn expensive. Yeah. Run run your electricity that you're just gonna say, wow, I'll just rather not have electricity. Mm-hmm. So you need salt as a preservative. I mean, just goes back to old school ways of thought, and we could we we could easily um, 
if the government did all that shit and shut down the power grid and all that, and and we we could still survive, yeah, and form a resistance and uh, fight for liberty. And sadly, yeah, I think that's well. And the reason that I think that that's the only answer is because you got to understand these people are truly fucking evil. It's not that they're so stupid. It's in, in my opinion, it ain't so stupid that they've caused inflation. Yeah, it's they've they've targeted it. They've mm. tried to make the 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 price of gas go up they've yep. tried to make the price of your food go up they've tried to kill your kill your cattle 2000 dead in a day all these food processing mm-hmm. plants they're burning them the vaccinations they're they're meant to kill you they got yeah. all these people dropping dead from vaccines that i don't think it's because they're stupid i think they're intending to do that maliciousness oh. and um and um it, it's basically like a tumor like i don't know shit really about medical field other than put alcohol on cuts and stuff like that. But I would imagine if you're a doctor and you got a a tumor in somebody's brain and you're going to cut their head open and take that tumor out, I would imagine you're not going to leave a chunk of that tumor and say, well, it's only a little chunk. Mm -hmm. No, because that motherfucker is going to grow back and it's going to come back worse and you better get that fucking tumor. And it actually, I think it's this way. If you would ask a medical professional i think he would say we will compromise a couple cells of that surrounding yeah. area yep. we will it's so important we're to gonna get, get that tumor we're gonna get we would rather lose a couple cells mm-hmm. than leave any cell of that mm-hmm. tumor and i think these motherfuckers in charge are like tumors mm-hmm. and if we don't take every single motherfucking one of them out that they're so corruptive they're so evil mm-hmm. and they will stab you in the back so bad they could, they could, just a couple of them could fuck it up for everybody yeah. because there's, yeah. they have no consciousness. And I think that we have some real tumors out there. We do. And uh, Nancy Pelosi. You need the fucking tumor, bro. <laughs> She's a leech. She's a leech. She ain't never worked for shit in her whole life. And to tell me how you got a, how you got a million dollar house and you're working on a budget of what, $50,000 a year? Literally and what I was about to say. Did her husband just get a, a fucking, DUI? Yeah, right what, you know what? I was talking about the stock market they're, they're, thing. Oh, oh, she's insider trading out there. Yes, man. So she's insider trading, taking deals from all these other countries like Joe Biden getting his money from China and Ukraine and all that shit. Man, so right in front of our faces, they've already committed treason. If you take a public office and then you, um, you know, you do your insider trading, do you do something that somebody normal without your power? If you use it to gain financially from that, you've committed treason, in my opinion. Now, the thing with treason is you know what the penalty for it is, Mm -hmm. death. The penalty for treason is death. And if it's not, you're going to get fucking tumors, and the fucking tumors are going to kill you. You see what I'm saying? But the penalty for treason is death, and we should convict some of these motherfuckers for treason. And that's that's the answer. Convict these motherfuckers from treason and... uh, 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 let justice be served. Um, we already have laws in place that mm-hmm. once people get convicted of treason, what should happen to them? But until until man, we take out the tumors, brother, it's going to be bad, and and I don't see it getting any worse. Yeah. Now I think that they're going to try to rig a second election. Oh yeah, I mean we got a big thing coming up here. You know, a couple of years. I mean it's about to get. I think yeah, e- the, either way it goes, there's going to be a tipping point. Like yeah. if if they if they didn't, and then like say say it was Trump and Biden again. And Trump won. The other side's gonna freak out so much 
I because that can't be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it, when they do rig it, which is what I think will happen, mm-hmm. we'll just have a, t- a split is what I think. I think it's going to be worse the second time if, yeah. it, if it happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're they're going to try to rig it. Uh, they did all these mail-in yeah. ballots and all this. I mean, if all million the million mail-in. Yeah, a million no, boats come in at midnight. My, I bullshit. Dude. I don't know how any logical, literally, and this could be an insult. I do not care. I don't know how any logical person can look at Joe Biden and say he should be the president. Yeah, I agree, brother. Yeah, I mean, and they picked the stupidest guy they could because <laughs> he's the easy. He has no self thoughts, and it's like he's easy to control and get what you want out of him. My favorite video as a puppet. He gets oh, yeah. he gets everybody hates Joe Biden. He's not the one making the decisions. Mm-hmm. He's just a dumbass. He he's a, a puppet. He don't have a clue what's going he on. Don't know. You know what I'm saying? He, he he's, said, "I'll be president." <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, and I and I almost feel bad for him, but guess what? I don't because I still think he's evil. I think yeah, that yeah. his even yeah. his last bit, even his last years, like where he was cognitive and you watched his interviews, mm-hmm. even before he turned into just a complete yeah, dumbass. He's not all there. You know, he, it can he's be not reflected in your children. Like your your tendencies reflect in your children most of the time. You know yeah, what I mean? So, absolutely. I mean, a- absolutely. And his children. I mean. Yeah, I mean, talk about Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's yeah, all that corrupted money from the U- <laughs> he's getting all that Ukraine money into his personal bank account. I don't know. It just it just amazes me. You know, uh, yeah. on a really weird side note, Hunter Biden got subpoenaed to have to go to uh, appear in Batesville, Arkansas, at one point. Well, he did. <laughs> for his baby mama. Well, I just trained with him. His name, yeah, his name's Princeton, but really, he's, he's a good buddy, mom. He come yeah. over and trained and. You know, but um, Princeton is, yeah, he's the uh, Joe Biden's granddaughter's, not biological dad, but stepdad. Stepdad. Yep. And wow. uh, they had a bad breakup or whatever, yeah. but, you know, but uh, Princeton's a good guy. Princeton just yeah. trained with me. Yeah. But, um, pr- well, the, the, the I, reason I heard that, even the girl was nice. Hunter just wouldn't, didn't want to pay up and, and they no, were going to in court. They settled out of court. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, it, Couple measly million, I think mm-hmm. she got. But I mean, he's got tens of tens of millions from the Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. So he just basically used uh, his political power to just kind of get completely out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he should be like. I know that if I had a, a child with a woman, she'd probably get half all my shit mm-hmm. and, and a lot more. <laughs> basically, she didn't even get what she was properly entitled to. Yeah, and it, but. That's another example of that political gain. Yeah, yeah, and so, so uh, but yeah, that's the connection to Batesville. Is my buddy, yeah. my yeah. buddy yeah. named yeah. Prince, and he's a Batesville guy. He <laughs> works on roofs, but he was in a relationship with Joe Biden's granddaughter. It's not he's not the baby daddy, but he is in. He was in a relationship with wow. her for a couple of years. He's telling mm-hmm. me about her, and you know, it's just typical breakup stuff. You know, right. that kind of just right. started. You know, kind of. T- they they broke up. Just drifting. You know, yeah. Just drifting. You know, yeah. they, they went their separate ways. They had mm-hmm. a couple of arguments. Nothing crazy. Yeah. But, you know, um, he's not there for that, baby. Yeah. You think all that millions that you stole from the fucking Ukraine, you mm-hmm. can at least give it to the grandchild. But, no, man, they're so greedy. They don't give a shit about their own. You know what I mean? And all they want is more. It's like yep. that tumor is never going to tell itself, hey, I'm going to stop growing. Yeah, no, it'll yeah, just there's keep. so many of them in there right now. And, and, and what they don't realize is, like, you would think a tumor would be smart enough to, like, take over your brain enough to where it wouldn't kill you. Mm-hmm. But, like, a tumor is not that smart. It's just going to corrupt keep your whole brain and, and kill you. Yep. Yeah. You know, like, kill if a tumor itself. if a tumor were smart... Yeah, and when it kills you, it kills yeah, itself. Yeah, he says yeah. it's it's a total dumbass. It's like a, if a tumor were smart, it would grow up as big as it could without killing you. 
Have but, control without you knowing that it's got control. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. But the, a tumor is so stupid, it'll kill its host, even though its host is the only thing keeping it yeah. alive. That's how stupid these these people are. Are political? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're just they're tumors. They're leeches. They, they'll suck you dry, and they're dead too. Yeah, it'll kill yeah. them to suck you dry, but they don't give a shit. They're yep. just a leech. They don't even Dude. think about that. They're just pure leeches. They, what's what's it, been what's been trending everywhere right now is how dumb his press secretary is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she can't she answer. Like? It's this new girl. What's her name? Uh, Corinne Jean Pierre. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. You seen have you seen the videos I've of it? I've not though? seen her speak. I've not. Dude, seen, I've it's not bad. Seen She's getting a lot of backlash. I mean, she just he just promoted her in in May, uh-huh. so like a month ago. I and, watch some I mean, of it. you're gonna have to watch this. She can't answer a question straight uh-huh. at all. Like uh-huh. every question that is asked to her. She says a remark that is just so out of left field, and people are like, "What are you talking about? Yeah. That's not even what we asked." Like, yeah, yeah. She's just trying to divert. She, uh, yeah. Why Fox yeah. News said she has no clue what's going on. It's like the whole staff doesn't like. There's that's only her, a that's a reflection of him though. Too. Was it an example of a question that she was asked? Uh, I'm trying to look up some. No, let me. Uh, it's it's just some. like it, it wouldn't even matter. The question It's just like, like, what do you think about the inflation rate? Well, you know, our t- our team is working on that. It or says, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, like... She makes Kamala Harris look coherent. I know this is... Yeah, she's, she's, she's bad, man. I certainly want, wouldn't want to be Joe Biden's mouthpiece. Biden doesn't even know what he's saying himself. Imagine how hard it is to speak for him. But come on, Pierre has only been at this job for a month, and everybody already knows she'll be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like out with the old... He'll yeah, change the mouth. yeah. yeah. Somebody said, has Pierre ever met Joe Biden? Doesn't seem like it. She has no clue what's going on. You know what phrase I'm tired of hearing Joe Biden say? Let me be clear. He says it every single time he talks. (laughs) And if I have to hear the word, let me be clear one more time. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, the biggest thing has just been the communication, I think. They're calling it a communication crisis. She's trying to swerve everything. She doesn't know what she's doing. It's like almost like they just picked some random person and said, here's 180000 a year. Oh, that's exactly what they do. And you know what makes me extremely mad is um and i don't know nothing about this position but there's some person i think it's it's a hhs mm-hmm. health and human services or some shit department yeah. and it's a transvestite really you know and it's like in and, and, and we need to look up the, this person's name and we need to look up the picture of him yeah or her uh no it's a him who is it and i ain't calling her or her I ain't calling it's a dude and it looks like a fucking dude. And I don't care what I don't care what he wants to be called. Wait, he what, ain't going in the bathroom with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you greasy motherfucker. You know? <laughs> I, I I'm telling you right now, you can look this guy up and it's a dude. And it, and he's trying to act like a chick and he puts a wig on. It's it makes me want to throw up, but Man, that's just what's going on, man. And it's he runs HHS, I think. And man, it's you couldn't make this shit up, man. But it's a dude probably making an ungodly amount of money too, making a lot of our taxpayer dollars. And this guy's going to tell me about. I think HHS stands for Health and Human Services or something like that. We need to really. Are you talking about the guy in charge of it? Yes. If you pull up a picture, I'll confirm of HHS. I think, and I can't remember. I get all these letters mixed up. (laughs) So many of them. I've been hitting the head too many times, and there's too many of them. This guy. Yes, that's the dude. Admiral that, Rachel L. Levine. That ain't, that ain't no Rachel. That's a Robert. <laughs> a Robert. That's a Robert. And and he ain't never going in the bathroom with my daughter. Never. 
He ain't never going to the bathroom with my daughter. <laughs> never will he go in a bathroom alone with my daughter. And that's what they want. Now, he runs what I believe. This, yeah, the Department of Health and Human Services. This dude who changed his name to Rachel, he r- runs. It's uh, Health and Human Services. It is HHS. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I, right. I, okay, I was right. That's one time my memory served there me right. But Yeah, and that's disgusting, man, that he's acting like a woman. And he's a dude. And, you know, you can say you. it's one thing to be like, I don't know. He he says he's a woman. He's not. He's a dude. And and w- whatever you can say, whatever you want. That's oh that runs HHS. So that's going to tell my kid how to be healthy. That kid ain't even healthy enough to to tell you the, yeah. you know his gender. And and that's supposed to be it is. But but like I, this goes back to it, it just being purposely planned to be evil. Mm-hmm. These people ain't this stupid. These people know it's satanic to me. And and what they're trying to do is convince they're, they're trying to weaken us by mm-hmm. weakening our armies. If you get the dudes, the mm-hmm. male are typically the warriors. If you can get, I don't know, maybe twenty percent of these warriors yeah. to think that they're girls, they're not going to fight as hard yep. when it comes down to okay, we're taking your guns now. Mm-hmm. If they can get as many of these guys to turn themselves into girls, they're going to lose their their warrior abilities because they're going to lose their the mindset of a man and a man's supposed to be a strong warrior and and women can be warriors too i'm not saying they can't but a guy's more inclined just off of his physical build mm-hmm. and um natural genetics natural genetics to to fight for the mm-hmm. women yeah and it just serves them better but they're trying to get my thing is that it's satanic and they're basically trying to get the man to submit his warrior status because it makes the country weaker, easier to infiltrate yeah. from the outside. And so they put this dumbass who acts like a chick in, in charge of the HHS to make it <laughs> seem as if he's healthy. And he's not. There's, well, they're trying to paint the image of what they want, want everything right. to be. It's an it's, agenda instead of an agenda. actual like goal. And if it becomes a generational culture, you get 20%, and then it spreads and it's spreads and spreads. It's a generational culture. You can be 50% yeah. within 10 years. It's you know society. I mean? That's right. They're trying to chip away at mm-hmm. it. Maybe in 20 years they can get, um, you know. It happens quick. Cor- okay, it happens quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You listen to Ben Shapiro ever? I have a little bit. He, I do he's like very him. knowledgeable. Yeah. Me and Zach yeah. were talking about him before this, but. With everything going on, I feel like he says like he's so. He's like, I can't argue with somebody that has these views because I'll just get mad. To be honest, mm-hmm. I just can't. I get frustrated. I get overwhelmed. I may like get a little rude. He's good about like spitting the facts. You know, he's especially when he talks he's well about. Versed. I have to get you a link or something. He's he's really interesting to listen to. He's he's I got do, some really good viewpoints on. I do like Ben. Yeah, and he's he's a great talker. Uses a lot of big words. <laughs> I mean, keeps them flowing <laughs> yeah. well. There's you a, know, they're, they're trying to. There's a lot of things that are happening. Whether it's you know just everything that's going on right now with you know this even this guy or you know whatever's happening. What, what's happening is there's a lot of cop outs for mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're, it's, it's sickening and it's, it's sad, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause you know, it's yeah. a lot of mental illness. And yeah. And, and I, I believe that guy running the HHS, who's acting like a girl. I think that stems from mental health. Right oh, yeah. There. oh yeah. You know, maybe, um, the girl, his dreams turned him down mm-hmm. or maybe he got depressed because something in his life depressed him and something made him extreme. Yeah. Something extreme. And, and he decided that. I'm not going to be a man no more and thought yeah. that that was the acceptable way. And, and I just, I don't think that 
It just ain't supposed to be like that, it's man. Not. It's it not. It ain't, brother. And when you start taking these chemicals and you chop your dick off, you can't go back to normal. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You're fucked. And guess what? All these people realize that and they kill themselves. Well, and then they want to turn on me yeah, and make me look like. The rates are higher. And it, yeah. It, that, that's what I was just about to say that Ben says. Like, you're, the suicide rate pre-transitions 40%. Post-transitions like 72%. It goes up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and they and then they want to turn it on me, and they want to say, "Well, I'm bigoted and I'm unaccepting." I'm not non-accepting. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but I'm not letting that guy who chopped his dick off and takes these estrogen pills mm-hmm. babysit my kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you way. will not be near my kid. No way, you will not do it. And so if I can't trust you crazy. with my kid in a lone room because mm-hmm. I don't trust your mental mental health capacity yeah. you might harm my child because you don't even care about your own well-being mm-hmm. how can i put you in charge of the hhs it's, it's the same thing you're not going to put a kid in a room with somebody that's struggling with severe schizophrenia nope you know so any no, any type of mental no, yeah you know, you know but and, and and a dude who's who's chopped his dick off and taking estrogen i don't want him handling my daughter no he might have some type of natural sexual inclination hell that, no. that yeah. hell that's a hell no hell, like you said, yeah. hell no <laughs> Well, it's a, you know? and it's all about like the chemical imbalances. It's just, it's not natural. It's, 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 it's not it's natural. A, the best thing I've ever heard though is it, it's you can't have a physical change for a mental fix. Mm-hmm. You can't change your physical status and be able to change your mental status. They're, they don't. That's not how it works. To get your mental right, you have to change your mental. To get your physical right, you have to be physical. You know, mm-hmm. and you, they, you can't change one and get the other one fixed. It's just not how it works. Yeah, and then those people do that and they're stuck <laughs> like that. I don't understand, and and it's promoted today. It's this is what people are, you know, praising. Yeah, they get, they, this you is the get praise. praise for it, and I'm telling you, that's that's sad. It's literally ignoring somebody's severe mental unstable condition and saying, "Hey, boom, rewarding them, reward them." Yeah. You know how much money the medical industry is making off of it, though? Oh, making so much money. Selling um, these estrogen yeah. pills, these surgeries. Absolutely. How much do you think a surgery costs? I, I don't even know. I'm willing to bet it's a north of half a million. Yeah. Oh yeah, really for reconstructive surgery. I don't even know, but I would be willing to put money on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that sounds technical. (laughs) Reconstructive. You're you're reconstructing something that shouldn't be. Well, technically, I think it's like a reconstructive genitalioplasty or Uh, something like that because it's creating a pseudo. I call it. I call it an implant. (laughs) Yes, he got an implant. Same thing. I'm sure it's like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a fancy, there's a technical name for it, and then there's a street name. A street yeah. name is implant pussy, you know. And that's, you, you heard them both here. <laughs> that's you right. Both. You got the scientific side, and you got the street side. Yeah, right I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, don't, I just can't. We could go on all day about it. It's, it's right, so and, and And yeah, you're right, you know, and there's not a, a bunch we can do, but, hey, talking mm-hmm. about it, that, mm-hmm. that spreads some awareness. Yeah. And, and there's going to be people that just say, oh, well, you're a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah. I've never discriminated against. No. Um, one of those people treated me differently, but I tell you what, I won't let them babysit my kid ever, no. ever. And I draw the line right there and you shouldn't be in no position telling no kid shit about health. Yep. And I'll tell you that that's where I draw the line where you want to get your hands on my kid or you want to get in a classroom with my kid hey. or you want any type of situation where you're influencing my kids, stay the fuck away from them. Another thing is when did it become so normal to just say, wake up one day and say, I'm going to be this random thing and I'm going to identify as that. Um, Or changing gender. Or changing gender. It's stupid. Like more than just male, female. What? Yeah. Like that. that? Like we, it's, we have more than like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many genders they say we have now. 
but I mean, it's like a hundred or something. I don't you know. You can identify but, as a fox. Yeah. Have y'all heard of this story? <laughs> I'm this, serious. This you can is, identify as a fox. Hey, I'm not going to out this story where it's <laughs> Crazy, from, but yeah. there is a local school and I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to like out somebody, but there is a school and I saw this report. The kid has a litter box. You yeah, saw that's that. in you, Cabot. Yeah, what? yeah it's ca- pretty disgusting. I knew he was going to say that. Right? <laughs> this a girl, kid. there was a kid at Cabot, okay? A kid. I don't know who it is. They literally wanted to identify as a, as a cat. And that's what and we they wanted up. a they wanted yeah. a litter box in and the bathroom got, at the school, so they, they went to the superintendent. Granted. And How old is this kid? Now, that I'm not sure, but that's in Cabot. We're talking like kid, not like, like teenage? S- I think teenage. Mm. I mean, now, that I'm like, not sure. I'm not really sure on the specifics. I'd, I'd like to know that because that's elementary school. Yeah, either, either way. Stuff. I've heard either that. Way. Either way. Either way. Yeah. But there's a, a, a self-identified cat at Cabot. <laughs> that gets a litter box to... Uh, See, that confuses me. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, is, but... That is unbelievable. But Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, they should what just tell that? them... You're telling me we're... Because we're, when did it become normal to... Comp- like? To make changes to a school based on one kid's opinion, and any in any aspect, if Everybody, I could, everybody's scared to get sued. I hated some yeah, of the that's stuff. That's what it is. Well, I hated <laughs> I hated some of the stuff we ate in the cafeteria, but just because yeah. I hated it didn't mean they were going to change it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it doesn't make any sense. If you self identified as a pizza eater, they'd have to get your pizza all day. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> dude, I just I can't believe it. There's. Uh, you know, I would honestly tell him you're not a cat and you can piss in the toilet. And that's what I would tell him straight up. Um, I would what also say. What about the kid that walks into the bathroom and sees somebody pissing in the litter box? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Is I'm there no rules? You, on this? They're scared yeah. to get sued. I promise you that. But your school telling, districts are scared to get sued. You're but telling we do me, have a kid pissing in the litter box. Is there yeah. somebody actually like dropping one in the in the bathroom, just dropping like. a load? Who's yeah. cleaning the litter box? Exactly. Yeah. Is the kid probably, or the janitor? Now we probably got school. Probably got probably school. Probably, yeah, probably got janitors <laughs> now changing no out litter boxes. Way I would be doing that. That, me neither, I'm brother. And, and I would throw that thing in the dumpster. Man. And and I tell you what, man, that's that's sad. That, that's bad. And and looks looks to me like if I do have a kid, which I would like to, but I definitely homeschooling. I'm not putting mm-hmm. them in the in the public school where the where the health teacher is. Uh, is 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 tranny telling my kid that they need to be tranny and my and then the, there's a cat pissing in the litter <laughs> box it's like it's too much man i can't handle it anymore i'm glad i don't go to like even like i'm i'm only 22 so like i, I was in high school you know not too long ago and but like we i feel like it wasn't to this level as it is now when i was in high school if it was that level if i was in that high school right now with this cat thing happening i would be I would. I don't know what how I'd react. I would probably be very crazy. About it was it. a different time, man. Def- it, different it time. A, it was a different time, <laughs> and you know, and I shoot, dude. I think there will be a reversion because you can't be like a, and it'll be like a religious reversion or a spiritual reversion. Just a, a change of mentality where it's like, okay, we're going back to the old way of doing no. things because this new shit ain't working. It ain't, it's trash. The economy sucks. And there will be like a reversion, a reset. Mm-hmm. And um, Reset's a good word for it. And, and we need that. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 It, it'd be okay. And, and hopefully we don't get, and because I think our leaders are so treasonous, they would sell us out in a heartbeat. They would mm-hmm. weaken us up so that the Russian or the Chinese could invade us. And I do believe mm-hmm. that the Chinese would come over here and invade us. You talk about the money we're sending to Ukraine right yeah, now. Yeah. That's I mean, right. And, 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 I, and we already gave all these 
all this military equipment to the Chinese through uh, what happened in Iraq and mm. Afghanistan. When we pulled mm. out of that country, we left all of our all of our battle supplies over there. So I do believe that our leaders are trying to sell us out and get the Chinese to invade them foot over here or get the Russians to invade. I think they're really trying to get us taken yeah. over. I mean, they're really <laughs> trying to weaken us at every chance. And guess mm-hmm. what? I still think that if somebody come and invaded with us, that middle America would fucking kick their ass. Yeah. I really believe that. You get a lot of you got a lot of press on that uh, on during your fight, didn't you? For for uh, saying that you you wouldn't go over, but you defend them, put your boots in the ground or something like that. In Arkansas, right. right, I just basically yeah. said that I didn't want to go to Ukraine because mm-hmm. um, it's it's what's going over there is just a bunch of political scandals. Propaganda. Propaganda. It's a bunch of propaganda, and uh, man, I'm not going to go die for that. I'd rather die at a. Uh, some type of uh, civil war mm-hmm. or invasion on foot because I do believe some type of war is is coming. Just and I'm sure a lot of people are paranoid like me. They're just feeling that we're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you're vulnerable, you yeah. feel like anything could happen. Either yeah. there be a civil war or there could be a uh, a foreign invader come over. But when you're vulnerable, I mean, I'm not the only person thinking that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I what I was, that's what I was gonna say off that comment is like you were getting all this press and like everybody was like, oh man, like that's you know. <laughs> American and 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 it is, but my dad's like, hell yeah, me too. You know, like it, it's not even a second thought. We're not like caught off guard. We're like, yeah, we're right there with you. Like same yeah. mindset Dude. within Arkansas, and that's why I think you're hundred percent right. Like Middle America would, would I, they I, wouldn't want to mess with that. I saw I saw a TikTok recently, um, and this is what you know. We got Fourth of July coming up, uh-huh. um, which doesn't mean as much as it used to for some people, which mm-hmm. is sad. So we got that coming up, and there, this guy was interviewing this girl, and she, he asked her, he said, um, uh, what would you choose, Pride Month or Fourth uh, of July? She said, Pride Month. Yeah, idiots. What? <laughs> and she that. said, well, Fourth of July doesn't mean anything because that was just so long ago. Like, they didn't like they didn't do anything to impact me. You know? That's so idiots. sad. Like, there's My people God. that died, you know, yeah. like, risk, they gave their lives to Fourth of July is the reason you have Pride Month. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. What? Yeah, absolutely. It's just crazy what it's coming to. Because I, I, I actually do believe in like your right to yeah, do what yeah. the fuck you want to do. Go do what you want to do. But. Now, don't that doesn't mean you get to infringe on my right, which is a whole nother. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of went over that just a yeah. minute ago. Like, you don't get to infringe on my right, but do what you want to do. You're right, whatever. Mm-hmm. But don't infringe on my right. That doesn't dictate what I get to call you. You don't get to dictate mm-hmm. the common vocabulary or That's right. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Straight up. A word's a word. A dude's a dude. Chick's a chick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to me, if you cut something off and call yourself, nope, you're still the same thing to me. How's the MMA like scene with all this? Like, do they stay kind of out of it or what, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I feel like you're open on. I, I don't feel like there's a lot of people like you that are talking about like these. Do they just not ask? I mean, them there about there this? is one um, transsexual fighter. Wait, and, what? And yeah, he went around beating the shit out of these chicks. Yeah, he beat the shit out of them. No man. way. That, that happened yeah. in Texas. Uh, Texas. Alan too. Fox is his name. That's like legit. He's right? acting like a chick and just beating the shit out of chicks. Dude, that's UFC? not fair. In UFC? Beating in, uh, no, not UFC. Okay, I don't okay. believe Dana would, would sign like him. That, yeah. with, no, because that, if you put him in the girls' division, that dude, that ain't right. Yeah, that's that's wrong. But, it's but, the same thing with the swimmer but, situation. Yeah, but he, he proved once again that the guys do have better genetics. Yeah. I mean, he 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 was kicking shit out of these girls, man, I mean, and and it, the, the and it's funny because the commission actually allows that. It's like 
it's so funny to me that the commission, their job is to keep us safe. It's to just take, it's just like any other government organization. They're there to fucking take money out of yeah. our pocket. Like, okay, for example, there was this girl, she's a commissioner in Arkansas, right? Yeah. Like, let alone her incompetence should have got her fired. Uh-huh. It turns out she was also thieving, too. So really? she got caught thieving. Yeah, but, okay, I'll just tell you a story about her incompetence, how that should have gotten her fired. Okay, this is a commissioner. I have to pay these commissioners if I fight on a local show, maybe 100 bucks or whatever. She gets money out of the fighter's pockets gotcha. for just showing up and really not doing shit. Like she, locally or what? Local, yeah, oh. every state has a commission nowadays. Oh, gotcha. And so um, there was a fight up in Magic Springs. Lights went off on the show. Lights went off and in one, the middle of the fight. In the middle of fight, now this is they, they went keep off. Going they went off twice. Both times they went going. They they kept going. <laughs> and one of the times, my buddy was fighting. His name is CJ. Yeah. And it went good for him because when the lights come back on, he was in a better spot. So uh-huh. it's like okay, whatever. But <laughs> they, you got to stand still when yeah. the lights go off. Or what I, well, they, no, they kept moving. They kept <laughs> the fights going. And so that was about I don't know maybe eight o'clock. About eleven o'clock comes around. They're still fighting like the main event, and the lights go off. She and now it's pitch black because oh, the sun's my. completely gone down now, and so this Bad. this commissioner she takes her phone light and starts shining it in the cage, <laughs> like trying to see what's going on. Which doesn't say hey stop the fight, just pulls out her phone light. It's lighting up the cage with the <laughs> damn phone. A twenty five by twenty five damn cage lighting it up with her phone. You can't see a fucking thing uh-uh. in there. So there's, you hear bang bang thing bang and shit. You hear motherfuckers fighting, but you can't see it. It's pitch black. And lights come back on and fights keep going. It's about a minute. The lights was off and the fight keep going. So you're talking about a woman who is shows up, takes our money for our safety, and then does that shit when the lights go off. <laughs> like, nice. bitch, stop the fight. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, this, what? What are you doing? It's your job to be like, hey, stop, pause. We're going to mm-hmm. get the lights on mm-hmm. and resume. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they didn't stop it completely. But yeah. man, I guess in one sense of it, hey, it's fair. The lights was off for both yeah. of them. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, now, do you like doing it? Because I know, like, you're pretty involved locally. I know, like, you freaking go to Walmart whenever you want. You go to, you know, the store. I know you come through Nova Joe's every once in a while. Absolutely. I mean, you just, love I, mean that I like how you, Fried you know. chicken sandwich yeah. with the pickles, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I, like, do you enjoy like getting out locally and stuff i mean i know like now you're probably getting more attention so i don't know if like that ever bothers you or well it's people say hi and yeah it's it's nothing bad though i'm not like super famous or nothing but uh, occasionally people do say hi and i feel like me. for arkansas you're pretty known though you know a lot of people have been watching here yeah. lately and that's great and um you know i'm just really glad to have people watching me yeah and because uh, it always wasn't like that you know what i'm yeah. saying and and how does that feel like when it gets to that because like you know, you've had the you you were at one point. You know, you were what? Did you get your start with the Ultimate Fighter? With that the, that's how I got into the UFC. Into the UFC. Was the Ultimate so Fighter. like that was probably when your first like round of like buzz from like a lot of Arkansas supporters came too. Was like that that's kind of that's stuff. when I picked up. I mean, I've, that's kind of when I did too. And yeah. So yeah. that growth from that point on has just continued to go up each fight. You know, you've kind of expressed your love for arkansas and i mean you're wearing the must must bus shirt right that's now right, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. the funny thing about this shirt is there's a guy in um coach must sent me this he hey. sent it to me uh through the mail through a buddy or it was, it was through through a buddy and uh, so i was sharp shopping at harps the other day and uh-huh. that guy goes that guy working at the harps uh, cash register he goes where'd you get that shirt from I really like that shirt I go oh Coach, Coach Musk gave it to me Yeah, and he goes yeah right Coach <laughs> Musk gave you. 
I was like, yeah, he really did. He's we're friends. And he goes, okay, man. Okay. Did he know who you were? No, no. He, didn't know. he didn't know. If he, he was saying that, that, he didn't know who he was. No <laughs> he didn't know UFC or nothing. And so uh. I, I seen him again. So and I couldn't help. So I seen him about a week later. I went in there. I was actually buying apple trees. Harps had two apple trees out ah, for some thirty bucks a okay. piece, which is a pretty good deal. That's a good yeah. deal. And so yeah. um, I went and got those apple trees, uh-huh. and I was getting a couple groceries, and I seen that guy again. And uh, I said, hey, I'm just going to let you know, me and Coach Muss are friends. Yeah. I said, he did send me that shirt. And this was a week <laughs> later. Like, he was probably a little bit thrown off that I remembered it for a yeah. week. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I don't believe that. I go, well, I messaged him on Twitter and told him thanks. So we're friends now, actually. We've been talking. And he goes, you got the messages? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he I really did not believe it, brother. He did not believe it. And so I pulled up the messages. The picture ain't real. It was hilarious, though. But, um, so that commissioner that turned the lights off, right? And mm-hmm. the lights got turned off, and she let the fights keep going. Yeah. Um, so she gets fired from Arkansas because she got set up. They gave her in. You know, they knew that she was stealing, but they had to catch her. She was stealing print. money? Absolutely. Really? Had ticket money. Yeah. Really? So, like, the fighters would give her 5000 ticket dollars, but only 4000 get reported. So, <sighs> that, I mean, it's oh, fucking thief. It's a fucking thief. Accounting. Did it, did it dirty. Yeah, did it dirty. So she's stealing from people like me who have yeah. to pay a hundred. Yeah. I have to pay $150 She's stealing out of your pocket, man. She's stealing right out of her pocket. And so that, you know. I probably thought she was justified. Uh, dude, it's these. It's it's crazy, <laughs> crazy, brother. It's like your hand should be chopped off, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, I could have died in one of those fights. I paid you one hundred fifty dollars, you know, for every time I fought. Plus my yeah. corner's license is another hundred, so I might have paid two hundred plus just mm-hmm. to go into a fight. And this fucking woman is stealing it. But anyways, That's terrible. So she gets caught, but with the set up envelope, they set her up, and like the whole thing was like they knew how much money was in the envelope. Yeah. They handed it to her, and then. Um, <laughs> She didn't know that they had already counted the money in the envelope. So she gets it, counts it, takes it, and then, and you know. Wait, they set her up? They set her up, oh, yeah. yeah. But to the set old, her up. The old switch and dodge. Yeah, the old switch and dodge. <laughs> but how many times are, do you got to do it to actually get set up? So mm. we know that she probably was doing it mm-hmm. dozens of times before she got count, she got caught and mm. then set up. And, and so she probably they were probably trying to do that sting operation for like yeah. six months before they got her. But yeah. anyways, they ended up getting her. She gets fired. Now, here's my thing. That's a government employee. Y'all be in prison. Yeah. You stole money from a government She's not? position. No. Not only is wow. she not in prison, check this out. I was eating a bowl of cereal. I was watching my MMA uh, talk shows. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it shows uh, this fighter misses weight or doesn't miss weight, that, but they needed the towel. And mm. so when you, when you, when you need the towel, basically that means I'm getting bare ass because I mm-hmm. barely made the mm-hmm. weight. Yeah. And barely if, over. And if barely I don't over. take off my boxers, I'm going to be .1 to .2 <laughs> pounds over. <laughs> so, serious. Yeah, so you're talking down to I don't want to sweat no more, so I'm just going to take my boxers off. Full nude. And you're, I'm going to go full nude, and they're going to hang a towel in front of you ah. for so to cover up yeah. your, your naked self. And so... <laughs> I'm sitting there eating my cereal thinking, huh, who's this fighter had to get the towel out? Huh, it's a close weight cut. And I'm thinking, holy shit, that's her. She's holding up the fucking towel. (laughs) And I'm thinking, no fucking way. She ought to be in prison. This bitch is fucking stealing this fucking thieving bitch. And that's all I'm thinking. Cereal flying everywhere. And and, and dude, there's cereal everywhere. I about spit my food out. I was like, no, 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 not again. I was like, she should be in prison. She should be in prison. Any other government job, you get to go to prison. Yeah. But no, this this fucking woman, she's free. 
Wow. And uh, no, she moved to Cal. Googled it. I'm like, where the fuck was that way? And <laughs> it was in California. Oh, of course. So of this course. fucking woman, she steals some shit from people like me. Doesn't get doesn't get gets laid off in Arkansas, but just well, I should, I'll just go do the same thing in California. You know what I'm saying? She so she's be, doing the same stuff, probably. Oh well, brother. I mean, if you get away, I mean, if, if you, you get away with it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude. Uh, Hey, dude, I, I could just, I could sit here and give you a million examples. Well, yeah, we had a teacher somebody. in Batesville that was caught for child pornography. Mm-hmm. F- the FBI like came to his house Dang. and he had been monitoring everything. Sent him to jail, gets out on bail, whatever. Right, moves to California and is allowed to continue teaching children. <sighs> That's yeah. insane. Yeah, and so we yeah, so thief right. uh, child. Child porn what? thief. California. It's it's just oh, are you kidding? I don't plan on ever visiting. That blows God. my mind. Like that infuriates yeah. me so much. Yeah, and that person should be in federal prison. Yep. Um locked. You know, because that I mean that's but they just, arrest people on they put people on weed charges, you know. That's right. That, that's why they let them out, let somebody up on pot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and got a dime back for ten years. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and you know, it's just dude. Doesn't it's, make any sense. It, that, that's exactly what's going on, bro. Dude, I, I have to ask though, because you were talking about cereal. I'm a I'm a big cereal fan. <laughs> big and cereal. So guy. like, I have to usually, and it's not it's not healthy, but every night or so, if I'm feeling a little hungry late at night, I get a bowl of cereal, and I have a couple go tos. So I'm kind of curious what what what's your go to on well, cereal? Well, I've been eating um this one called Life. I don't know if you ever Life heard of cereal. It. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's actually I haven't pretty heard good. Of it. You like life. I, I do. What is it's, it? it's just like kind of like big um, It's very. It's very like. It's not very like Tex Mix, but yeah. a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Okay, but nothing fancy. You're not but, a fancy. But, oh, well, dude, when I was a kid, I used to cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I downed a whole box of fruity pebbles like in <laughs> yeah. two nights. Dude. Love it. I was trying to get some fruity yeah. pebbles. But I, st- <laughs> I stopped eating. I stopped eating some of those because it's high in the corn. Yeah, really in, the, in the corn. I got the yeah. corn syrup. Chill it out. And that's that's why I stopped getting up. But I tell you what, I still go Dairy Queen and eat ice cream. I'm, yeah. not, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And shoot, I need to get bigger. So that stuff's I'm a good a, thing. It does. It. Does I'm a put big fan of their uh, when they do the mint chocolate chip. I I, I love mint chocolate. See, that's chip. the one thing is uh, mint. Mint chocolate? I've never liked mint. You've chocolate. never liked it. I don't, I don't like it either. I'm, no, a big, I'm like Michael very Scott particular. with the mint. My chocolate. mom loves mint chocolate. Dude, that's no, I'm gonna get it. I want some. I'm gonna just it's chocolate or honestly, know. it stemmed from watching The Office. I, I watched it. Michael Scott was a big <laughs> mint chocolate chip fan, and it always looked good on the camera. Yeah. I watched the shows, and I and I said, I gotta give me some mint chocolate chip ice. I love them dark chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. They got these little sm- they got a s'mores one. It's got these little s'mores pieces. It's got marshmallow and chocolate. Mm. Really I think there's good. one called. Uh, well, Giardelli makes very good stuff. Giardelli. Yeah, Giardelli. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we use them for our... We're, we're the, uh, one of the biggest distributors in, in the Northeast region. Wow. Dude, if you yeah. ever get an espresso shake... anything, I got hey, you. <laughs> hey, if you ever get a chocolate uh, espresso shake, we use Giardelli chocolate. It's good. Oh, heck yeah. And Yarnell's ice cream. Yeah. So. I might go by there in the morning because I'm going <laughs> to yeah, go... Um, I got to get some corn for the chickens and I'll be out and about. Dude. I got to get some batteries at that battery warehouse on West oh, Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I got to get three batteries and... Get some corn. Our, our breakfast is slapping, dude. Yeah, so, hey, it's at Bachelor Warehouse is right, pretty much by y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's on the way, man. Yeah, I'm gonna just give me some Nova Joe. Yeah, we got yeah. you. <laughs> dude, spe- dude, my favorite thing on that menu is that um that uh chicken sandwich with the um with the egg sunny side. Oh, oh man, yeah. that chicken and egg, dude. It, it's it's hard to beat. Spicy that, chicken and egg is the only thing that I like better than that. We don't have it on the menu, uh-huh. but I go in there and make me a spicy chicken and egg. Oh man. Woo. 
Yeah. I think chicken and eggs sounds going great. On. I don't know if Zach's over there, he might be able to look you that yeah, up. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can hook you up. So we'll good to go we do have there. a 30-piece nugget, too, if you're ever trying to put on wow. some games. Yeah. We yeah, have a couple, we have a couple guys from the gym. They, they're, like, huge, and yeah. they come by just to get that 30-piece because it's yeah. a lot. Of, I mean, how much chicken? How, what's the weight on that? It's a pound and a half. pound and a half wow. chicken. pound and a half of yeah. chicken right through the drive-thru. Man, I love that that, that chicken. Now, inflation chicken. has been crazy, though. Like, chicken prices oh are out the roof, dude. It's insane. We started plays like 50 cents it's literally tripled in price <laughs> literally so i mean crazy. businesses are having to take that hit in a lot of areas but that's why everybody's yeah. having to raise the prices you know oh that you, you have to i mean yeah. it's just when you're printing off that much Makes money me sick doing it too you <laughs> yeah know? There, well, there's nothing you can do <laughs> and you know it's yeah. the inflation ain't gonna get mm. any better i'm no. i just i it's it's gonna be very hard to reverse if like this this administration what people don't understand it's like damage has already been done and mm-hmm. some some of this damage is like it's hard to reverse yeah. it's just like if you go and let's say for example I I if you had to compare um, a person's health to the economy mm-hmm. I would say debt would be like getting too fat yeah, yeah. like yeah. if you get yeah, too yeah. much debt like that's just a person who just keeps eating and keeps eating another 700 mm-hmm. pounds and it's like you can go back to like okay 120 pounds but the, the damage you know the saggy skin yep the 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 clog, you have to the, get surgery most times. You have to get yeah. surgery. Your innards ain't going to work as good. A lot of these people have to cut their stomach. You know, so it's like that's how I look at us. Our our economic health, I like to think of it as a person that's just like this this complete lazy person who's got mm-hmm. way too big. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go a step further. Let's take our foreign policy. Yeah. All of our foreign policy, our relationship with foreign nations. Yeah. Basically, it's like a person who is extremely unhealthy, <laughs> extremely negative. Toxic. Like, toxic. To- toxic. Toxic. And all the relationships with other people are toxic because look at all of our foreign policies. Yeah. We mm-hmm. lose on every damn one of them. Toxic so, codependency. Like a, toxic. <laughs> so we have this. Our, our nation is just a, a fucking... A, very physically unfit, mm-hmm. um, killing itself in debt. Um, it's basically like you know, like somebody who's extremely overweight and has nothing but toxic friends who come exactly. over and steal their money. And the you only way to change it is a mindset. It's, you got to get a in a just alpha killer type mindset, and you yeah. will not recover any other way. Yeah, yeah I mean, ab- you'll absolutely. Always be slacking after that point. Absolutely, yeah. so. and and out of necessity, I think we will revert back to that. But like I said, it'll be out of necessity. This bullshit that's going on will keep running. It will run its course. Yeah. One thing I wanted to touch on too before we uh, finish everything off is you know you got a lot of uh, I, I've helped I've helped you know when you came to me one time you were like I want to record some music I was like. Oh. Okay, you know, this is cool because you actually have a really good sound and a good flow. Like, your flow is crazy for, like, just coming out of nowhere, being like, I want to do some music stuff. Um, are you working on some more stuff? Like, I've got about three more songs, wrote. What is Dark is Darkensaw? I saw you posted about Darkensaw. Is that, like, a song that's already out? Or is that um, one of your Darkensaw is song number four on Pasture Fire. Pasture ah, Fire is a mixtape. There's seven songs on yeah. Pasture mm-hmm. Fire. Darkensaw is number four. That's right. Now I'm coming out with a music video for Darkensaw. Okay. Is that what that was for? Was yeah. the music video? Probably was I, for I, the I listened music to, to the mixtape. Dude, uh, anyway, well, you can for get, get a sneak peek of any songs or what? Man, I've... I've put that one. Um, It's going to be... It's called Truth is Ugly. It's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And the reason I don't want to do another sneak peek is because I just like the professional quality yeah, coming out all yeah. at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that finished product because when I put out mm-hmm. sneak peeks, it's like the – it kind of loses the pop, yeah. I feel like. But the reason I put that last sneak peek out was because 
the fight was coming up, and I wanted the the fight fans to have something yeah. cool to look forward to, but kind of look at. Yes, yeah. but and man, the song would have been so much better, professional quality. Mm. But it's called "Truth Is Ugly." Truth is ugly, and that is the only um, song that I've done a sneak peek for in this next album. But um, "Truth Is Ugly" is going to be on uh, the next mixtape, and the next mixtape is called "On White." Dude, I'm about to play a. Sni- I want to play a snippet of this dark and soul. One. Absolutely, let him hear it just because the music video is about to come out. Yeah, music video's coming out. It's going to yeah, be really cool. It. I can actually play it on here. It's kind of cool. Yeah, do your thing, brother. We're going to hear this dark but, and soft. Um, Is this know, one of the ones we were recording at my, at my Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We worked on this. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's actually who sent me to Kevin who, yeah. who helped me. Um, finalized. Ke- yeah, because Kevin is who I've always gone to uh, kind of get stuff finalized. But, like, it's good to get practice in before going there. Because once Absolutely. you get in there, it's a different. Mm-hmm. Your nerves get up, you know. Yeah, and so I already had all the shit ready. You had it so ready. You're like, when I went to Kevin only, it took me two sessions, bro. Facts. So if I didn't come over to your place and get my shit ready for Kevin's, it yeah. would have took me, like, ten sessions yeah, to bro. Kevin. Yeah. And yeah. so basically. When you're ready to rock out a ton more song, we can do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I've got three of them um, ready and... Um, no. Dude, this yeah. one goes hard. I like this one. Like no need to rebuttal. They look in my eyes and they know I'm from the sounds <laughs> I've been down a rumble. Give me the microphone, I'll keep it humble and give me the weight and I ain't on a fumble. That's a bad habit I learned out in Cabot. I'll go get a pound and put it in the attic. If I need some money, then I'ma go grab it. Fighting is good, but that shit is sporadic. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't been living lavish. I'm straight out the trailer. I cook like a sailor. For the music video, dude, I'm lighting the field on the fire. No dude. way. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be a field on fire. And <laughs> Who, who's shooting the video? Um, it's called the company is called Big League. Really? They, some, they got yeah. a production team or what? Yes, they dude, make they make and and so man, it's it's gonna be really. That's cool, a freaking awesome. It's gonna be awesome. my first legit music that's video. That's awesome. I guess my first music video with Truth Is Ugly. Yeah. And but that was just like on a phone in the <laughs> in the trailer. You I, know mean, I mean, that is that the flow isn't. That's Bro, what surprised yeah. me is when you came to record. You didn't even, like, need your notes. Like, when I do a song, like, if I'm going to write a song, I have to, like, look at my notes and then rap it, you know. You had this thing on the – you're like, I'm ready. You know? I can't read the, fast enough yeah. to keep up my <laughs> handwriting. He, he memorizes it before he goes in, which is good because you, you just spit it. You're like, give me a second, you know, let's go, boom, and you just flow. And he doesn't do multiple takes. They like, say that's what Wayne does. does. Like, he just flows off the dome. That's, that's what he the does. Breathe, mm-hmm. you know, having that breathe control is good. I mean, that's crazy. It's impressive. I think it's. I think it's a good thing. Do you get to walk out to these songs or? Um, if if I do walk out to one of them, I want it to be a uh, fight hard. Fight that's hard. the seventh song on Pasture Fire, and uh, it's got a nice little chorus. I fight hard, and that's my job. All that glory goes to God. Hey. I fight hard, and that's my job. All that glory goes to. Hey, which one's on, that? If I hear that on TV, I'm a. <laughs> that's, that's the fight hard. That's fire. called yes. That's called fight hard. That's number seven on Pasture Fire. Um, you know, everybody likes um. Different. Some people like number one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five. But a lot of people like that number seven. This um, is number seven. Fight this, hard? this, yeah, fight hard number seven. Yep. Sneak peek this one. And, Dude, uh, sixty-two thousand views on YouTube. That's pretty good. Is this on Spotify yet, or? I don't think you'll ever go on Spotify Why because not? um I don't have the I don't own that beat. Yeah, I think we had talked about that too because I forgot that. Yeah, you, which. Mm, there's ways around it, you know. But with you being, <laughs> with you having the views, you probably would get a copyright strike. Yeah, they probably get you. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get you anytime they can. Yeah, yeah I love this one. I fight hard and that's my job. All that glory this goes one you to God. Walk out to? I fight hard and that's my job. All that glory, yeah, glory goes to God. I fight hard and that's my job. Yeah, I like this. All that glory goes to God. I fight hard and that's my job. All that glory goes to God. I fight hard and that's my job. All that glory goes to God. I fight hard and that's my job. All that glory goes to God. I fight hard and
Hey, you walk out to sold out arena, listen to your own song, talk about goosebumps, I bet. I'm gonna check it off the list, brother. I do love this song. Especially in this first part. One of us got fighting. Ask about me on the block, they'll say that I'm a banger I fucked around with white way before I met Dana Straight out the bottom with all of the sediment Fight for my betterment, yes I'm a veteran See them police and I ain't even sweating them All of my words, they heartily threatening Y'all keep controlling, my wallet is swollen You know how it's going, I'm managing rolling Staying devoted, you know that I'm on My responsibilities won't piss away my God-given ability Look in the mirror and what do I really see? A star who ain't in no cinema Spitting some shit that is venomous Ain't no one looking, the show's when I'm booking me Don't give a damn, he's in the Jim cooking, turn up the temperature. I'm an adventurer, love me a woman, but nowadays, no, I will not mention her. Took on my heart, turned to a cavity, put me through agony, tragedy. Actually, yeah, I'm from cavity. Dude, that's crazy. Fight hard. It's, it's hard for me Bro. to do a full take. No, I mean, no, that's that's hard. Hard. I, I like full takes like because it. when you stop your momentum and then you have to come back in, it's hard to catch back up. I really <laughs> just go back from the top and do the whole thing again. Of course, the problem with that is the breathing. Mm -hmm. So getting all that in one take, not missing Dude. the syllable, and controlling the breathing. That's what's the hardest Max. thing about doing it in one take. But I try to be practiced before I come over to record. Because yeah, yeah. it's just like, then we'll be stopping and then you'll have to edit a lot. So I try to make yeah. the editor's job as easy as yeah. possible. No, I mean, it's good. I mean, you're getting a lot. Dude, they, uh, <laughs> Dark and Saw got 291K views. That's it's crazy. That's the music videos are going to be go. Awesome. I mean, yeah, the, I think the video will be videos great. are always better. You know, they help people I, look. I really do think that video. You gonna have like a tractor in there or what? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got, you got <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I think the video will actually put Arkansas over the top. I think the people are really gonna like the video because mm. it's not a bunch of bullshit. It's just really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, can make it. It's kind of like it makes me look normal, not mm -hmm. like Ferraris yeah. and yeah. You know, strippers yeah. and shit everywhere. You know? yeah. That's just like, not yeah, messy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wild. Dude, no shootouts weird. or nothing like that. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy. Wow. But it's it's. I just think people like okay. I'll give you a sneak peek. One thing in Arkansas is like I'm um catching a chicken at my place. Mm. I'm frying it, so they'll probably put that in the video, like me frying up a chicken yeah. that was in the yard. Dude. But um, you it's know, awesome. it's pretty. Yeah, you chase it and cut it, caught it, and then we're oh, plucking man. it. So okay. it's like I'm I'm wrapping while I'm cooking a chicken. Right. You know, that's awesome. He's just doing this thing. <laughs> can't awesome. make this up. This it's is really all... cool though. You know. That is awesome. I love how I love how everything like your page, your Instagram. I love how like everything highlights just that that true self. You know, a lot of people hide that self, and you're just showing it. You're showing like this is me, yeah. Bryce Mitchell from you know Arkansas, Southern roots, like I born feel, and raised. I feel like I'm gonna get censored here soon. They're gonna shut me down, but I'm yeah. doing it while it's going. <laughs> no. we're, we're behind you. Well, we're I'm behind you. Just glad to have people watching me, man. Yeah, and, and and you know it could all be gone. Uh, mm -hmm. done tomorrow so yeah. i'm enjoying yeah. every bit of it might break my leg tomorrow but my goodness it's been a great journey and <laughs> and uh you know besides a couple losses and stuff and um probably a couple times i should have held my tongue and stuff but other than that man i've just enjoyed that's what the, makes the you you though like <laughs> yeah. just being raw you know i just, i know last like i whenever my mom watched her first fight i i used to play college football I kind of had the. I was like, when you came out, Absolutely. I like had that pretty yeah. jitter. I was like, oh man, you I feel do. like I'm about to fight. You know, I feel like <laughs> Arkansas has gotten behind you in that way because you've been repping for everybody. You know what I mean? So man, I'm just, you've really been putting on. I so. really want to bring the show back here to, uh, yeah. to Arkansas. Dude. I really do. Put it in that Simmons Arena. Another oh, man, oh that'd be amazing. It'd sell out. 
Yeah. Absolutely, it would. It's Can we get some right backstage passes or what? I no. said, I'll <laughs> do everything in my power. Hey, no, uh, I got to work on it. Yeah. First, <laughs> so I can just get the event confirmed. <laughs> then I have to work yeah. on that. Didn't stuff. you get to meet Morgan Wallen? Was I did. It, yeah, yeah that was what? Yeah, he got really. Yeah, he, he invited cool, me yeah. up there. That's and, pretty um, awesome. Yeah, so I got to go back there and meet him and just talk to him for a little bit. Did you go? That, yeah, 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 really nice. Dude, somebody sent me the video of your of your last fight, the interview. I said, you shouted me out, man. That was pretty cool. You said yeah, that somebody okay. asked you about recording music. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, you got the shout out. I was like, you got the shout out. I was like, for uh, helping me in this Dude, studio. that was so cool. I was like, wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. But yeah, I I had one more question. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Three fights that I'm interested in. I want to see who you got. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, for this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, who you got in the O'Malley fight? Man, I might have to go with O'Malley on that one. Really? I don't think that Pedro's going to try to take him down, and he's a little bit older mm-hmm. and a little bit slower and has less reach. So I'll just go with O'Malley on that one. But yeah. I guess you already I, answered the, the Volkanovski fight, though. Because well, you said Holloway, right? I'll, yeah, I'll just you go, with, I'll go with Holloway. Holloway. I, I will yeah. go with Holloway on that one. Who you got? No, that's a, good, that's a good fight. Yeah. Who you got in the main? Um, is that Izzy and yeah. Cannoneer? Yeah. Um, I'm going with the American Cannoneer. I'm, I'm Wait, who you, is it? The Adesanya or Adesanya yeah. versus Cannoneer? Yeah. I don't know where uh, Cannoneer is from, but um, <laughs> man, I heard their coaches saying, "Hey, we're coming into foreign countries. We're coming in waves, <laughs> and we're 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 conquering and holding the line." Uh-huh. And, and so he kind of his coach was kind of talk making it kind of about, um, you know, like you're we're coming to your country. Yeah. Like, well, come on, buddy. I'm yeah. going for America, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm, yeah. I'm going for America. If we're gonna make it about countries. Hey, I'm picking mine, my yeah. favorite. Yeah. My, the one where we got all the guns, mm-hmm. all the rights. Facts. What happened when uh, you know, all these other countries want to talk shit about us? Oh, you got mm-hmm. you got all these guns or whatever. Like, guns are the problem. Hey, these guns saved your ass in yep. 1944. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. These guns saved your ass back in uh, World War One. <laughs> yeah. You know? Facts, man. Man, that. I'm going for America. <laughs> if you want to make it, if anybody has ever <laughs> makes me pick between another country and America, America. I'm picking America. Yeah, let's go. America. And yeah. and I do think that there's a lot of stuff that our country needs to fix. Yeah, there, a lot of that's out of our control. Yeah, but um, that Jared Cannonier, he still represents mm-hmm. our people to me, and that's I want him to win. Yeah, I met it. it, it I, I didn't meet him last week, but I saw him last week, and he's a nice guy to Who? talk to. Is he? Oh, really? Oh, really? Israel. So, yeah, we get along very well, actually. I oh, talk okay. to him every time I see him. That's, and, who, I had, uh, that's who I had picked on that one. Yeah, and he's, he's, there's <laughs> he's, no, he's, a, he's a pretty that good guy. He's a great, he's a phenomenal fighter, he's man. Son, yeah. um, but, you know, I just, I actually care about that guy. I mm-hmm. don't want his health mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. To be um, put nothing in Put in jeopardy. You know, I'd hate to see him go in there and get real fucking hurt or nothing that's not yeah, what i want to see I, I just want to see competitive fight and mm-hmm. both those guys go home at the end of the night mm-hmm. healthy and and hopefully the, the american gets the <laughs> yeah. win yeah you, you missed know? your you missed your chance with khabib but didn't he retire or something? hey he did but he was he's he's way bigger than me about 200 pounds so. <laughs> if he hears this podcast nah, we can dude. get it going <laughs> you, you could take him you could take him. well maybe if he depleted himself all the way to 45 i definitely could because he would be dead <laughs> they go from 200 to 145 oh, That'd be crazy. And, and i wouldn't go up to 55 because i've already fought smaller um uh, all my yeah. years and it's just mm-hmm. i'd rather be a little bit not smaller because i'm yeah. telling you it's not fun to fight the bigger guys yeah and i'm already small enough for my i never class. realized he was that big yeah he's, he's about he's, two he's yeah, 200 he's plus dude. now 
Yeah, he, he cut a lot of weight. You know, he missed weight. I've never missed weight ever. Mm-hmm. Never will, I don't believe, unless it's some medical emergency happens. But, um, you know, he, he missed weight a couple times because it's he fucking come from 200 pounds. Sheesh. You know, it's 40-something pounds, 45 pounds, mm-hmm. and he's over 200 now. It's 50-something plus Dang. pounds. Um, so me, I'm cutting about 20, Yeah, you know, which is doable. It still sucks, but I've never missed. Yeah. Probably yeah. never will unless if something weird happens. You have to lower the bowl of cereals? Or? <laughs> For me? <laughs> well, only the last three days. The last yeah. three days. I do three days of not eating very you much. You eat a bunch after? Like right Absolutely. After How much you, you put in, you think? Well, you can't eat a bunch because your stomach actually shrinks. You mm-hmm. just end up drinking a lot. Really? But, yeah, your stomach gets so shrunk. I mean, imagine not eating really much more than a bite or two for oh. three days mm-hmm. at a time. Like you'll, so eat, you'll eat like one bite at a time, but then all of a sudden you got a big bowl of Austin in front of you, you can't even eat the thing. Yeah, you hit the you hit the sauna on on your cut, or are like you are you sweat suiting and working out, or um, both? Probably. I do a little bit of both, but um, when it really gets down to it, I finish up in the sauna, mm-hmm. and I like the portable saunas because your head sticks up out of it. Yeah, and your head's not getting baked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so your body. Dude, getting last baked. time I was in the sauna, I definitely hated the fact that I felt like I was going to pass out in there. It's just so hot. It probably no. makes it better with your head being out. Yeah, of it, though, your, right? with yeah. your head out of, especially for your brain, because you're not cooking your brain, and the next day you're going <laughs> to take hits to your brain. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you don't want to cook your brain before you scramble it. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting, dude. It's uh two two thirty seven a.m. Yeah, it's coffee is. got me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, no, he got a second win. This has been a good show. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not tired at all. Yeah. I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna go fold some clothes yeah. and maybe start another load of uh in the washer when I get back. Like I'm, I'm up. I'm good. Yeah, now. You liking the space you're at? You know, um, I'm really liking it. I'm going to upgrade and finish building a house on the shop side because I got gotcha. a shop for the gym and uh, parking some stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. par- a little parking area and a little yeah. gym area. But on the other side of that, it's what I want to be a living quarters. But yeah. right now, it's only one room is halfway built. Mm-hmm. Okay. Slow work, and you know, I got to yeah. put in a septic. I got to put in two septics. Yeah. Now. What was that? What were you doing with on the on the gram? You're we down some holes. Some was that a septic? Oh, or? that was for Dark and Saw music video. When it says oh, uh, yeah. "Out of the soil, a fighter emerges," I pop up out of a grave. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's cool. Crazy. It's cool. That's cool. It's symbolism, cool. though, because yeah, yeah. it's like it starts out. The video starts out me digging a hole, so you're probably thinking. Um, Shoot, what is he digging out in the middle <laughs> of the field? And then it gets to be a perfect rectangle, and then it gets to go, get going down deep. Uh-huh. So you're probably thinking, oh, he's digging a grave. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But the symbolism is, it's it's all about symbolism. Yeah. That's why the music video is so cool, because yeah. it's low budget, but it's still badass. So <laughs> in the video, I get all the way down to the bottom of the mm. hole where I hit water, and this hole fills up with water, and then I pop up out of the hole. Dude, It's that like is if you awesome. dig, you'll find your true That's self. That's crazy. Are you yeah. coming up with these? a lot of these ideas? I come up with that, And then you yeah. just kind of get with the team and like say, this is what, I, what we can do. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And, and, and the symbolism was if you dig, you will find your true self. Yeah. That's the symbolism. That's That's good to have that creative leverage you know and do it, what you want yes and it is symbolism i'm yeah. smart enough yeah. to put that yeah, in there, yeah. you know but i mean but there is a lot of like people that rap that have they don't do anything for they just like strippers and lambos yeah strippers <laughs> and lambos they're, they're and just clout chasing though yeah yeah like, <laughs> it's just trash you know. <laughs> it's all trash dude. do you listen to any other rappers um I do like a lot of other rappers, and yeah. there's rappers that I like their rap but don't like their lyrics mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. do you like, listen to any like like right now in particular um, 
Brother, it's been a while since I've just played some straight up rap. I do instrumentals. Yeah. I put on instrumentals. I know you've done yeah. some Kevin Gates instrumentals. I love Kevin Gates instrumentals. Yeah. I love Kevin Gates music. I love his rap. Yeah. Some of his lyrics are um, just not for me. Yeah. They're just a bunch of killing and see. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not much for killing. Yeah. Um, unless it's deer and stuff. But <laughs> hey, also too, he's been in situations where he's had to kill. I have not lived mm. life like that. Different mm-hmm. lifestyle. Different yeah. lifestyle. I'm not saying nothing bad about his rap. Yeah. Um, I like it enough that I'd use all his beats damn near on my mixtape. So, <laughs> but it's just like. Like when I'm listening to a Kevin Gates song, I'll I'll be getting along with about ninety percent of it. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah. yeah, you know, he's rapping Vibing about about how girlfriends uh, trashing him and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that, me too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then I'm just like, yeah, you go, Kevin. I'm like, yeah, let's Tell go, him. Kevin. And then all of a sudden he's like, and I'll fucking kill you like I killed that last dude. And I'm like, oh shit, I ain't killing. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't, you know, nod my head when that part comes yeah, on. I'm like, like, man, oh, I ain't killed yeah. nobody. <laughs> you know, like I gotta change the station now because. <laughs> But but you know that his life is a lot different than mine yeah. and mm-hmm. and I don't think he's done a lot of I think a lot of that stuff he's done. Um, he's been on a big peace kills, movement lately too. Yeah, and I tell you what, some people he killed probably deserved it. Yeah, you know yeah. he was in and out of jail. I mean, he's always been. Mm-hmm. A lot of these rappers have. No, and that's know. just a different lifestyle. So mm-hmm. obviously, when I hear his lyrics, it's different than my lifestyle. Exactly. But, but I'm not. I don't cast judgment upon him. I just. It's hard for me to um, relate to all of those lyrics. Yeah. But man, it, I think he has the best rap talent in the game. And um, of course, I have to pick. I'll pick myself because I'm biased as shit. You yeah. know? I always think I'm the best, and I think it's a healthy mindset to say, yeah. "Oh, I'm, I'm the oh, best." Yeah. But, you got to, yeah. but, you got to um, have that visualize of victory. You know, but I really sure. if, yeah, it if goes the, back to the wrestling thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You got to know. You, gotta you, gotta know, know what, you can do it. If you think you're the second best, well, yeah. you will be. Exactly. You know, and I, you know, and so, um, but shoot, he's one of those styles that I really, really like. The styles that he raps, just yeah. the, the energy that he brings. I'm um, also like another Lil Wayne. Like he's a different style. Hey. He's heavy on the puns, Lil Wayne. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I love that a good dude's pun. always. I mean, he, you know, he never writes a song. But that's what I was just about to say. Know that. It's I. I appreciate Lil Wayne's every single lyric. Even more whenever I learned that like he comes into the studio, he kind of just hears the beat already. He listens to it for a minute, does his thing, and bails. He smokes a little bit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smokes a little bit before. Cause this guy was on an interview and was like, "We paid all this money and had these bottles ready for him and blah blah blah." He was late, showed up for ten minutes and left. Yep. And I thought it was whack. And then the next week it hit number one. <laughs> Wow, Lil Wayne probably has million, and probably a million of songs we haven't even heard just because yeah. he's recording all the time. Yeah, I mean that's uh, a lot of these big time rap. Like even like when you move into different you know genres, like Chris Brown. I just did. A, I just heard a podcast. Or like a, he was on a podcast and um, he put yeah. in an album. He does longer albums. He said that he had over like 150 songs and had to cut it down to like 25. You know, wow. but he recorded 150 and he had to choose the that's best ones. You know what I'm saying? These people. Yeah. Well, and also they ain't, they ain't paying for studio time, so yeah, you know, yeah, but that's you, their craft. You know, you if know. you can sit in a studio all day, you could probably knock out a bunch of songs. You know, I, yeah, yeah. it but, would help because yeah. <laughs> that right now, you know, they charge for the hour most times. Uh-huh. And, uh, stuff. It, but the way I look at it is that um, 
I try to make the songs as fast as I can, but also mm-hmm. the more time I take, the more life experience I have. Exactly. And that experience might contribute to one different lyric. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to rush it. Yeah. But um, I'm working it. I, I got to work at my pace. I can't work at Lil Wayne's pace. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I'll never, yeah, no. you know, I, I'm working at my pace. Nah, keep and doing what you're doing. It's that's good. right. You know, and, and it's just. He's been, he's been rapping since he was like nine, I think is what I heard one time. That's like, right. He's been rapping out the womb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they cut that umbilical cord, and he was I like, promise. Oh, I promise. Yeah. She cut me, I'm going to get her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's crazy, man. Yeah. And uh, he's he's been around. and uh, I, I like Lil Wayne. I like Kevin Gates. Uh, who's not Gucci Mane? Gucci yeah, Mane, yeah. Gucci I love Gucci. He's, a hard, he's a hard rapper. He's a he is, dude. Straight. I love it. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, real I respect deal. those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did do one lyric that said "Cook them to the bone, Thug Nasty." My, Absolutely. That down, so I, was, I, I condone it. Yeah, yeah. I condone. yeah, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's I proved that message. Yeah. That's a good message. That's right. Cook them to the bone. Cook them to the bone. I yeah. love it. Anyways, this has been good. I don't really have any more questions. You. Nah, man. Just appreciate everything you're yeah. doing for yeah. for the state. Hey, thank you for having yeah. me, my brother. Oh, yeah, thank you very much, bro. Thank you for oh, having yeah. me. Man. It's been good. It's been absolutely. Good. We'll we can do it again. Sometime, yeah, absolutely. Right? I was just about to say that <laughs> for sure. Well, that's pretty much Give it. Give the people me. what they Always. want. Oh, yeah. That's what we did. Oh, yeah. Y'all might have to edit out a couple of my stuff. I, I lost myself there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was a good one. See y'all next time. See yeah, y'all. thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Woo. Yeah.